Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Three Brews In, where we are three brews in. Welcome, guys. It's the first episode of a new year. It's 2022 now. So... It's 2020 part two. Tw- sure. So, being that it's uh, our first episode of the new year, it's the first episode in a little while, we'll talk about what we are all about, how we do what we do, and, and how we roll. So, I'm Josh. I'm here with my friends Travis and Justin. And the way we do it is we are just three middle-aged guys who like to talk about sports, baseball in particular, and the Milwaukee Brewers in particular. We're lifelong Brewer fans, so we talk a lot about them. And of course, we digress into all sorts of really silly, stupid stuff I'm along not, the way. I'm not sure where this is going to go, but I just love being in your same age group. <laughs> I love this being <laughs> like um, you guys. Well, we've, we've Thank got you. a little bit of a spread, Travis. You're, that's that's what she said. said. Thank you. Ah, yes! Yes! Good, good work, guys. <laughs> so uh, you're a few years older than yeah, me. Yeah, no, I'm a few I am. Years older I'm, than I'm, Justin. I'm 53, We're, and yeah. But, uh, and I'm 45. Justin, you are? 37. That's, that's a big that, difference, that, yeah. Well, nah, we're all right, though. So the way we do it here is we we really just want an excuse to get to, together and drink beer and talk about really stupid stuff. So, yeah, oh, and... and, and, yeah. and and um, I know we've covered it in previous, but three brews in is this. We don't start until we're three brews in. Right. And then during the podcast, uh, before it's over, we have three more. And mm-hmm. I know it's been more sometimes. But, yeah, <laughs> so um, so you, you got us kind of uh, started at the, uh, you know, prime, prime pump and go. So. Yeah, for sure. And we, we only drink Wisconsin beer. We try not to repeat beer. I don't think we ever have. I don't think we mistake. No, we, we haven't repeated no. it. Oh, it'll goddamn happen. It'll I'd, happen for sure. Probably I'd made. know. I'd be able to tell you for sure if I had. My uh, uh, my computer with yeah, you run a little bit late oh, yeah. today, huh? You don't yeah. have your yeah, coach rolled in here with not everything. Yeah, had beef jerky though. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I know. I know oh, for sure that we've done a couple of uh, breweries twice. We've done I Central know we've Waters, done Amherst a couple times. Yeah, we've done Oso Brewing twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we've done one three times. Yeah. yeah, I don't so, remember well, which one that was. Good time to talk about what we have now. Just yeah, absolutely. Kind of so, so yeah, so I picked it out tonight. This is uh, a what's called a Good Dog IPA. It's made by the Great Dane Brewing Company, which is out of Madison. Another repeat brewing. Another company? yeah. This is the second time we've had. Oh, you know what? This is the third, third time. time. This yeah, is well, I bought the stuff with the purple can, which was uh, and an you ale, bought us and you bought a Scotch I ale. I bought a Scotch ale. You yeah. bought the Stone of Scone, I think. Yes. Yep. I, I remember that. I liked that a lot better mm-hmm. than I thought. I would, but um, yeah. So I, I I looked this up on on the website, right. the Great Dane website. It's not on there. I couldn't find it. Really? So I don't know what it's. <laughs> so, Seriously? Yeah, for real. Unless I wasn't looking well enough, I didn't see it on their website. So you have yourself I, a Radio Shack Tandy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe it wasn't access, it's a knockoff access the worldwide internet. It's not even Great Dane. It's Great Dade Brewing <laughs> Company. Look at that close enough. <laughs> it's your new best friend. I like hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this comes All in right. at, at a 5.6 ABV, which is 
Five? Oh, jeez. Yeah, okay. I, I don't think feel five, nearly as guilty. Yeah, I think what? it's five, six. What are the chances that in the next three minutes I'm able to find a description online about this? Oh, you absolutely will. 99.8. <laughs> yeah, okay. So at the, at the end, we'll we'll rate the beer. We'll give it a uh, kind of a baseball, I guess, sort of themed yeah. themed rating. Well, we'll no, I we mean, like. we, we, brewers are, are absolutely our passion and, yep. and what we're primarily talk about. But we're open to anything sports-wise. Oh. And I think that's, yeah. you know, and I, I think especially during the brewers' offseason is where right. we, we'll, we'll do more of that. Yeah. So. And all right, so let, let's get right into that. Yeah, because let's go. you found one. Son of a bitch. Good work, Justin. How, what was oh, that, about 30 the, seconds? That's at the actual... Website of the brewery too. Yeah, I don't think minute. you needed to do that. You, uh, a, a Bing search would have done it. I think that would get you flagged now in the NFL for taunting. Uh, I just nobody, didn't. nobody, nobody said anything about Bing search. <laughs> Jesus, really? I was. Gonna, you brought that up once. You said statements never uttered. Right? I was I'll going. Go I was going toward. I was just using Ask Jeeves because it was so basic that even Josh couldn't figure it out. But you guys are too young to remember like Prodigy, right? No, there was. Okay. That was my well, very first there internet. Were, there were three of them: Prodigy, AOL, and what was it? Prodigy, AOL, and hold on. an N, maybe. Uh, Netgear. No. 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 Uh, um, no. 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 It was. No. It was, um, well, that's not killing more time, but when yeah. it comes up, just blurt it out and, and you know. Yeah. All right. It'll come to me. That's it'll what she said. Right. It'll come in me. It'll come in me. No. 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 Uh-uh. That's what she said. All right. So we'll get started. We usually start with a little bit of brewer talk, and, and it's tough this time of year. I mean, it's January. There's not much but going on. But we do on. have a big thing to talk about, and that is <laughs> the goddamn fucking lockout. Damn it! It's, there's a work stoppage, for crying out loud. At least... The the hot stove league was know. you know was a life preserver that they could throw people like us who just want some baseball news some brewer news or something. Now we got nothing. We get nothing. We get uh, reports of there being negotiations, and the news articles are four sentences long, and then there's a whole lot of, a lot of speculation of what was talked about. Right. Yeah. the 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 website that I always go to mlbtraderumors.com, mm-hmm. which is great. It all it is now is who's looking for a bullpen coach. Yeah, it, that, that it's all it's it's just it's, a barren wasteland it's of, of of baseball news, and it's so frustrating. And it, of course, it's baseball does this because they have this horrible history of work stoppages and lockouts and strikes and. Oh. <laughs> so you know what? That, that, that their, their their history because of this stuff led to the steroid era. Mm-hmm. Right. How do we get these people back that we lost? It, That's the, not, that was the. Right, yeah, because they canceled the whole World Series, and all of a sudden, uh, McGuire and Sosa are juicing. It's like, oh, people are watching again. Well, let's turn a blind eye yeah. to it. Yep, ostrich so, trick, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the lockout puts focus on things that I guarantee the uh, MLB doesn't want to focus on. Like, I don't know, MLB firing Ken Rosenthal from their staff, and... Yeah. Because of his... Um, he criticized... He criticized... Uh, uh, the commissioner, uh, Manfred. Manfred. Criticize him and rightly so. None, none of what he said was over the line or out of line or or, or was inaccurate. He doing journalism. He was doing journalism or an editorial and or accurate know. journalism, which is apparently a lot tougher to do these days than it has been in the past. Right. Um, but so he gets fired by MLB. Luckily, he's still at the Athletic and a couple of other uh, uh, places. But feet. yeah, right. And it begs the question now: like, what can you if you're reading something on MLB.com or something? Can you like trust that information? It's no different than reading anything on CNN. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. 
But you or know Fox what I mean. News. Like you're or, not getting things. Or Fox. Right. Or Fox. Yes. Yeah. yes. Right. But you're not getting. You're not getting it. You're you're getting no. It is. Uh, that's why you have to go the to the bleacher report. It's the propaganda and, wing of the MLB. Sure it is. For sure, sure it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I'm I'm not one. Look, I don't know the the ins and outs he, he, of the of mm-hmm. the you know what they're coming yeah. to the table with and who's. I'm sure the union is just as culpable in in this as as the owners. There's yeah. probably no good oh, guy sure. in in any of this. But it's just frustrating that billionaires and millionaires are arguing and we're left without baseball mm-hmm. once again. But but they also know that they'll be forgiven. Of course they will, because and, and people I'll talk like about us, being forgiven be right. in, in a mm-hmm. little bit on a, on a different issue. But at the end of the day, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you almost has anybody done this, or you know, anybody? People have done it, but how many people that are the millionaires, billionaires, have put themselves in the place of someone that has got a a longer window than an NFL player? I get mm-hmm. that, and worse. But you are in the elite, and you're earning potential. Because you're probably not someone that's that that that's going to be the advertising guy or, or whatnot. I mean, international, right? Mm-hmm. So you you have a pretty short window of making money. Um, how would how would you view it then? Generational wealth, but you know, yeah. owners are billionaires. You're probably going to be a millionaire, but I don't know. I think people need to ask themselves, um, what what would I do in this situation? Yeah. No, I. I I have a hard time sympathizing, or I guess not sympathizing with with players too, because yeah, they're making a ton of money, but a not all of them are, and b the owners are sitting there on literally billion dollar franchises, saying you really can't afford to pay us more. That's nonsense. No, and I don't know. It's tough, but yeah, and in, in, in the midst of it, we're left without without baseball. We have no baseball and nothing to talk about, which just sucks for for people like us. But Ah, there we go. Okay. We just had a whole bunch of fire trucks and police cars drive past my place here a few minutes ago because there's, there's a mobile home on mobile fire. Home on fire. Well, of course there is. So, not in... They don't just get blown away in tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> Multifaceted dwellings. Uh, yeah, other, other bad things happened. Uh, <laughs> I'm not so, so sure a space heater isn't blamed for 90% of fires. <laughs> That's true. Jo- or, jo- July in Florida, a uh, space heater outside of... <laughs> or, or it's going to be like a lit cigarette, like somebody passed out with a cigarette. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it wasn't bracket, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Well, we do have a little bit of Brewer stuff to, to talk about a little bit. We'll we'll cover that, and then, quite honestly, we have to dive into a whole bunch of other stuff that's non-baseball related because we just don't have it. But we'll we'll do some things, and we'll so explain that, how about JBJ, right? Can, you know, Jackie Bradley Can we say Jr. something really quick yes, with please. that? How crazy is it? And I, I know we sort of are on the same page with this, but how crazy is it that the uh, departure of a Gold Glove finalist is kind of a relief for us. It's a huge relief it's, for it's, us. It, 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 it's a relief, and 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 watch, just 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 watch them go on and, and you know bat two ninety five and uh-huh. it, because those things can happen. Yep. Yeah. But right now, um, yeah, um, I'm relieved. Mm-hmm. Well, and for for a franchise like the Brewers, and we know what they are, they're a small market team that doesn't have a lot of money. You can't afford to carry no. a guy who's making what was he making ten million a year or. T- Oh, like, I think it was twelve or was it 13. 12, twelve or thirteen million dollars. I mean, he a year had, had, had one of the more. Did was he injured at all? No, no, no. Did, he probably had one of the more unproductive two salary ratios in recent memory mm-hmm. in baseball. 
I mean, truly, I, right. I, I, I get the defense and whatnot. Other but than Chris Davis in, in Baltimore, who, who will always oh, hold the crown. He will always one. he will yeah. always do that. But I mean, you know, he was such a likable guy and such a good defender. But yep. my, my my word, I don't know how many guys in the you know in the rookie or single A league with the Brewers <laughs> system, you know, couldn't have been JBJ, right. or LBJ, or whatever, JBJ, <laughs> JBJ. peanut butter or something. Just just call him his <laughs> goddamn name. See the whole Odell Beckham, the old, mm. the OBJ, OBJ. Yeah. yeah, you know me. He's down with OBJ. <laughs> no, uh, oh. but it, it, it's a, once again a testament to David Stearns because as soon as the offseason ended, they're like, okay, here's what we're left with. Can they re-sign Avi Garcia? Because you're stuck with JBJ. Sorry, Jackie Bradley. Because no one's going to take that contract. Well, of course, he found a way to do so, right. and and to bring in somebody to replace Garcia, which is looks really good on paper and again you never know how a trade's gonna gonna turn out like what are the odds of their two hunter renfros with just a couple letters in the last name spelling mlb that's right there are two aren't they yeah i was freaked out but i'm like someone's pulling like a fucking yeah yeah Yeah. i mean so so i i get they're spelled differently but just the odds of there being two hunter renfros they're not super (laughs) common names yeah really i mean (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah, so they swung yeah. that trade like right at the right before the lockout actually started. Mm-hmm. So they were able to to get rid of Jackie Bradley. The, I guess the way that they sweetened the pot was they threw him a couple of prospects, which are not like bad prospects. They're just no. a long ways away. They're a long ways away and currently blocked. And, and if yeah. the guy and if the guy goes on and has a career year, and it was just one of those, my God, it, it got in my head earlier. Whatever. I mean, yeah. he's a good dude. You, you, Good people can 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 have that snowball effect for sure. Yep, and and but when you're the Brewers, you can't afford to hope that he turns it around when he's can't, making that kind of it. that kind can't of money. So, but they brought in a guy who's who's dependable. He is consistently twenty to twenty five plus home runs a year. Yeah. He's got power. He'll do mm-hmm. it well. He's a below average fielder with an above average arm. He does a lot of. Um, gets a lot of assists in the outfield, so mm-hmm. he'll slot right into Avi yeah. Garcia's spot. And, yep. and now they're off. Their outfield is probably set, I would think, unless they do some weird, like late Jackie Bradley esque signing in the offseason. It would have to be something pretty big. To... I would think so because you have Kane Yelich, Renfro, Kane Yelich, Renfro and, and, and Tyrone Taylor. Tyrone Taylor. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't expect him to do anything. Yeah, it would have to be an upgrade on Taylor, and then Taylor gets slotted into the eventual DH spot. Right. It, but I don't foresee that happening. Yeah, no, I think they've, right. they've probably got ideas on the DH slot, which I hope will happen. But speaking of DH, the one guy that 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 I have next on the agenda is we have to say goodbye to Daniel Vogelbach. Love which, Daniel Vogelbach. Who who doesn't like? He was just such a Milwaukee guy, and they you had his, they had his clone on the on the bench and Rowdy Tellez, so they can. <laughs> I think we'll look back twenty years from now because because you're you're so close to it. Yeah, it's like my God. You had those two mm-hmm. twins oh, on yeah. the scene at the same time. They just fit the Gorman, Thomas, uh, Milwaukee. It's like yep. God, to have two of them. Right. What a, what a shame. One could have been third baseman. <laughs> one could have, you know. But <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's I don't I don't know. I wonder if like other fan bases because you know a lot of people are shedding a tear about Vogelback being gone. Like oh, mm-hmm. it's a shame. I think people get it, but sure they it's get a it. Shame. But do other fan bases? Like, do the Yankees like get kind of bummed out if a guy like that leaves? I wouldn't no, I don't think, think so. so. They I don't had, know. They don't. I don't. I bet they couldn't name half the roster. At any given time, twenty-five so? man roster. No, I, I agree I, with Coach. I don't think so. Okay, a majority <laughs> of the people that you see at the stadium. Now, I'm not no, talking not, about not the fans. Okay. Oh, no, I'm okay. the people Thank in the you. stadium. True, true fans. I'm talking about the people that show up for the games. Okay. Yeah, 
Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a show, social thing. Yep. And if you don't believe that, just look when they take camera shots. It is one big bunch of socialization oh. and, and cell phones and whatnot. Now, does that happen in Milwaukee? Of course it of course. happens in mm-hmm. Milwaukee. But there are some fan bases where it is much more of a experience and outing that it is watching every pitch of a Wrigley game. Wrigley Field was Exhibit A. I've well, been there The largest bar in Chicago, and right? And it's so true. Right. And yes. most, of your, most of your diehard Cubs fans are at home watching it, listening to it. And right. I don't fault anyone for going to a game for a beer, and if you don't give a shit, you don't give a shit. No, but, that's fine. But, you know, don't, don't, don't claim you're the, the world's biggest... Yeah. Fan base. Of yeah, no, no, absolutely. So, yeah, we'll we'll miss Daniel Vogel back. Welcome to Hunter Renfro. Hope it turns out. We'll see what else I they know, end know. up doing this year. Yeah. I just hope spring training starts on time, and I don't feel confident. I don't it. feel good about it either. It's going to happen. It'll start on time, you think? Yes. Oh, boy. All right. All right, Coach. Uh, hope you're right. Hold on. The regular season starts on time. All right, yeah. Okay, I feel more comfortable saying that. Spring training starts. That's supposed to be at the end of this month, you know, I isn't think, it? <laughs> or at I, the end of February. Or, I think no. they're end of February. There, I, no. I keep seeing things about uh, pitchers and catchers reporting in a month. So it's February. It's middle of February. All right. I think spring no. training, I think spring training games start a week late. Oh, One okay. week. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's fair. I think, what, yeah, once you start missing spring training and missing those games, I think the panic sets in and they get, get something done. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move on. Travis, you, you want to talk about Hubarkish? <laughs> I do, <laughs> and I want to talk about your I topic. Talk, I want to talk about Aaron Rodgers, and I'm going to I'm going to go on a little bit of a, a rant, but I, I I do want your your input. So Hubarkish, I'm going to bring it up here. That's what she said. <laughs> oh yeah, right, right yeah. for sex. Long time Chicago sports writers. I don't think you can be the biggest jerk in the league and punish your team and your organization, your fan base the way he did, and be the most valuable player, Habarkish, on um, Aaron Rodgers, January 6th. So I'm going to keep this as brief and as concise as I can. He is right, in my opinion, about the majority of that, but he's wrong on one part. So, number one, what he has done on the field this year, talking about Aaron Rodgers, I do think he's the most valuable player. So he should get it. Harbarkish has a vote. He says he's not going to vote for him. Um, okay, you don't have to vote for him, but if your only reason is because of what he did off season, that's a problem. Now, Harbarkish, well, before he went on his no, let me finish here. Before he went on his apology tour, unfortunately. So my point, my point is this: on the field, but. Your act is deeper than just what happens on Sundays. Your act does affect an organization. Now, Aaron, we're 13-4. and four. You're going into the playoffs. We are probably the favorite to make the Super Bowl and maybe even some people's favorite to win the Super Bowl. Of course, you can lose in the first round two weeks from now. But, Aaron, what you did, your behavior... It was incredibly disruptive to the organization. You, through your ability and the play of others, has got it to where it's like short memories. There, there are no people in the world with shorter memories than Packer fans. Yeah. All of a sudden, these several months of just this diva turmoil has been forgotten. Oh, Aaron this, oh, Aaron that, oh, Aaron that. And it's like, 
Have have you listened to an Aaron Rodgers press conference? If you really listen to one, he's basically Matt LaFleur. He answers questions and gets away with answering questions. No other, now I don't have a list of whatever, but he is talking about before Matt LaFleur said Aaron was going to play in the Detroit game, which was essentially the whatever. He goes, no, I fully plan on playing. So LaFleur the next morning says, you know, he, he, is, he, has, he has played this wonderfully if you're a sociopathic narcissist like he is, and he knows he has the Packers by the short hairs, which he does. Mm-hmm. But God help you, Aaron, if, 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 if things go bad. Habarkish, good for you for fucking saying it. You're saying what probably most media people think mm-hmm. at the same time. What you you guys? Your opinion, both of you, on your playing on the field. It, it's almost like the baseball Hall of Fame thing, right? What you did in the field, clearly, sure. you know, the Kurt Schillings of the world and whatever. But can you just say, you know, what you have just been such a um, you, you've been a huge distraction, but you were able to outplay it. Yep. You know, just, uh, what what do you think, guys? You know, my feeling on this is. My feeling on this is, I don't have a problem with anything he said until he got to the point where he said, and I'm not voting for him for MVP because of that. And, that, and that's my entire point. Right. So are we on there, the same page, essentially? I think so. Okay. There, there is There are very limited rules when you are one of the 50 um, AP writers that are designated as an MVP voter. And it is you vote for an MVP and you don't talk about your vote until it is over and the vote is released. Mm. So you've got oh. this very, very simple set of rules. I, like I, we're not, I, I didn't know that. He yeah, broke that rule. Yeah, okay. he broke the rule okay. of talking okay. about his voting mm. prior to it. He puts his colleagues, he puts his friends. I'm going to imagine that all 50 voters have at least met each other before. They know of each other. They go in similar it, circles. Is that all there are is 50? There's 50. There are 50 hmm. voters for the MVP. Oh, that's small. There is. That's what that's she what said. That's what she said. Uh, there are only 50 voters for this MVP award. So one vote, although minuscule, it if you go out and make it public, it matters. You could be. You put. You put you your. Could be influencing. You could be, be influencing your yeah. friends, your colleagues. You could be putting them in a crappy position in which now all of a sudden they have to respond to what you said mm. and not cross the line too of you know tipping who they're voting for. You have very basic rules. You know what? He could have gone off and said everything he did and left it short of. Well, I'm not going to vote for him for MVP. He could have just said, "I don't respect." But the that guy would still be this. violating the rule, wouldn't it? No, because not he's just—he well, didn't he's say just who he is. A point, uh, an opinion of he's a not person. Connecting it to his vote, right? and nobody and nobody would have said anything because it's a Chicago Bears writer right. who is talking shit about a Packers quarterback, yeah. which nobody would have blinked an eye at. But the second that he starts saying, "I am an MVP voter and I'm not voting for him because of because this," of he violates so many of the trust and the. Um, the, the rules, rules of him yeah. giving this vote. I'm, I'm glad I That's brought it up. Well, I'm coach. I'm glad you brought that up because I was not aware of that. So thank you. Yeah, that 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 clarifies a lot. Um, so, but but let's get to the point. Maybe Josh, you can address this. The point of um, uh, can your can great play always overcome being a goddamn horse's ass, even if it impacts your team. And who can say the Packers 
weren't impacted as a team. Okay, so I yeah, I'll speak to that. Okay, and, and, and here's why I don't think that you should not. I, you shouldn't vote for Aaron Rodgers for MVP because of his behavior off the field. And here's why. <laughs> why I'll, I'll I'll say that. So let's the the one game he didn't play was Kansas City, right? The COVID game, and, and, they, and they and they lost. Correct. Ooh. Packers lost. Yes. Okay, so they lost that game, nine to six or something stupid. Yep. So the Packers finished first in the division. They have home field advantage. Yeah, you couldn't do better. Right. So that loss didn't hurt the team. That's correct. Therefore, you can't say that his antics and whatnot hurt the team because they couldn't possibly have finished better in the conference than they did. Mm -hmm. You can't logically say, look, look at the – if they had gotten second, if they had not gotten home field advantage, got the second seed, and you point back to say if they had one more win, they would have gotten it, then you could say, yes, Aaron, your behavior, your breaking of the rules hurt the team. Antonio Brown faked a COVID card and and was suspended. If Aaron Rodgers did his COVID thing – and that bumped them down a notch. And you say, yes, you hurt the team. Therefore, I don't think that you deserve as high an MVP vote as for someone who followed the rules and played every day. They still finished number one. Mm-hmm. There's no argument to be made that Aaron hurt the team. Yet, Did he hurt the team? Yes, but in an intangible way, maybe. But And I'm not even so much the, 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 the COVID. I'm talking just the entire you had to answer about Aaron, the uncertainty, yeah. the... No, I, I get it, but when you finish so at much the top, to they couldn't finish higher than they did in that conference. Therefore, you can't. There's no logical argument saying your antics bumped them down or made them perform less. I'm going to throw something out here. It might just like blow things up here, but how much of this was overblown by the media too? Aaron Rodgers, the whole situation, things leaking on uh, no. draft night. Was I, I, any of that I, I, overblown? No, by I, 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 did, I disagree. No. I disagree with that. Aaron threw because the of because, because of it because of his his okay. lengthy uh, track record of okay. this kind of thing. Right. Um, Aaron really really needs to be on the, the center t- of attention. Yes, he does. Yeah. I oh absolutely. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate, stir the pot. But Aaron is bright enough to know exactly. Oh, yeah. He he knows that every word out of his mouth is front page headlines, definitely in the sports world and maybe even Mm -hmm. in mainstream stuff because because he's such a transcending figure. Um, But, but. No, I, I think that could have been swept up. That, that wouldn't have been a big deal if Aaron hadn't made that a big deal about Jordan Love getting drafted and about I don't know if I want to play the beautiful mystery and oh, and all yeah. that nonsense. People, so, that pe- might people be love my... to forget about And all, all, all people need to see, the average Go Pack, Go Packer fan, they just need to see him smiling on the sideline and he oh, he sure looks happy. Yeah, he does look happy. Number one, he's on the top of the world with his game, and he got his way. Right. He got his way. And, and oh, by the way, he should get his way because until in this world, whether it be business, whatever, I mean, performance, you know, what 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 do they what do they say that um, one one oh shit equals uh, what a ten out of boys for one oh shit or mm. whatever. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm going out. What, what what I'm saying is that you 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 will ultimately be judged on performance, which mm. uh, either makes other people a lot of money or makes other people successful. And a lot of things can be overlooked 
if you produce. And my God, he has produced incredibly well. Look at Kobe Bryant. That's right. <laughs> he raped someone. Yeah. <laughs> right. And a class act jerk. Like in Iran, yeah. Complete yeah. jerk. And, and, and Aaron Rodgers in the same boat. If Aaron Rodgers was killed in the helicopter crash tomorrow, all you would hear about was his accolades. You would. You it, would. That that's really a good I like that. Yeah. I like that comparison. Yeah. All right. So that was uh, that was Hubarkish. Travis, uh, so we had talked a little bit. So if, if yeah. for our, our first list, our newer listeners, we have a kind of a man crush on Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who is oh, not a yeah. not a not a common name. He's a he's an international soccer player. He's kind from silly, Sweden. Though. Yeah. Um, and I had talked. To, <laughs> I want to get into Zlatan a little bit. Um, Further, I'm gonna not do it this time because okay. I I have not had time to really. Get, and Zlatan deserves yeah. to be really, like really done him. well. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but he's got like a uh, documentary on YouTube that I haven't watched yet. So I he wanna, does. Yeah, yeah. You have to pay like four bucks or something to see it. Oh, but fuck I, yeah. But he he wrote uh, and there's a, a biopic coming out about him because he wrote a he wrote an autobiography that by all reviews is like it ain't your average like. He grandiose, like I'm great, kind of oh. thing. It's it's mm. pretty pretty good, I guess. So is it available on Amazon? Yet? I don't think it, that one is out yet, but there's one that covers like his earlier years. So I want to wait and watch those before we really cover Zlatan. So just so you guys are aware, we'll, nice. we'll skip that. But he'll oh. make an appearance in the arrogant athlete. Oh, I like as, that yeah. as usual later. I like that. So uh, Travis, you had a couple other topics you wanted to talk about. Let's lump wanna... them together. Okay, um, name, image, likeness, and the transfer portal. Um, probably either terms or words that you didn't really think of and associate with college sports. Yeah. I know probably a small, uh, uh, I want to know more about it, but basically I have an understanding that I think a lot of sports fans do, and that is um, name and image likeness. Pretty pretty much just think about like what Johnny Manziel did, and he was he was crucified for six, mm-hmm. seven, eight years ago with a signing, whatever. All that is 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 good to go with the NCAA. It's been and, that long. And, and Johnny Manziel. No, I just made up a number. What was it? Seven, eight, probably years ago. Yeah. Basically, um, you know, these adult athletes who make hundreds of millions, and in some programs, uh, you know, billions over 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 years for their mm-hmm. programs can 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 profit from that. Now you have to be. You know, in order to, to do quite well, you have to be probably a Johnny Manziel or at least uh, someone that, that is known very well locally, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether you're a star badger in one of the sports or whatever. But, you know, so what happens at about the same time is the transfer portal. You know, it used to be that if you wanted to transfer out of a school, you were disenchanted, you thought you were going to be the second string, but you're fourth string. Mm-hmm. I want out of school A. I want to go somewhere. I might not even have a school B yet, but I got to sit out a year and then then you right. go on. Now it, it's really you know open season, mm-hmm. and there's so much talk. And I think we're just at the tip of the iceberg. And I think a year from now or whatever, we'll have a much more much more information for a better conversation. But listen, this transfer portal can mean Deion Sanders. Have you heard about um, him, yeah. the, the Jackson, the Jackson State? No, I believe that's the name of the team. It's one Jackson of the State University. It's a predominantly black school, and and he's got like it the number one recruit, whatever. Who, who's the guy that he recruited? Receiver. Number uh, one wide receiver, and it's basically, um, I'm, I'm getting, a, I'm swaying a little bit, but so Deion Sanders, um, 
you know, takes a job coaching uh, Jackson State, and nobody, nobody's heard of it. So he's got this kid that's going to go there and, and, you know, presumably hone his skills and, as Dion apparently has said, can then make his way on to a bigger stage with the TV okay. and, and, and whatnot. And that's, you know, that, that, that's going off a little bit in the woods. But what is, it, what is a transfer portal? Well, it means that your Montanas, your Nevadas, your whatever, you, you get that diamond in a rough. And this kid, boy, oh, boy, I could be starting for this SEC school here. Maybe not Alabama or, or, or wherever, but, you know, one, 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 of, the pub, one of the five. Yeah, something like that. What, what, you guys familiar with it? What do you think? Because it is a big change, and I think it's really going to affect I, Certainly, basketball. And I don't know much about the transfer portal. Does it allow them to transfer without sitting out a year? Well, that it does. It, it does. does. It does. Yes. Okay, so that's a big deal. And maybe it, you like guys you said, know. Yep. Do you need to have any reason other than I want to go? As so, long as you pay back whatever scholarship. So yeah. my understanding of the uh, of the transfer portal is once you make known to the administration of the school that you're at that you want to transfer. Um, they the school has 48 hours to put your name on a on the transfer portal spreadsheet basically okay. that's not uh, it's not public record but all universities have access to it so once once you declare to your university that you no longer want to be there you want to be placed on the on the uh, transfer portal the university has 48 hours to put you on it and then you can either declare yourself as open to uh, contact from other universities or you can explicitly state that you want no contact from other universities and you are the person that needs to go out and contact potential suitors. Really? Yep. Oh. So, so there's I'm, like I'm it's like a no don't call list basically. Okay. So you can you can get yourself out and then you're on the transfer. So you're in the transfer portal. Um, other teams can contact you. You can go elsewhere. You can take yourself out of the portal, but the university that you were at does not have to guarantee your scholarship any longer. So the immediate, uh, the time that you declare yourself oh, okay. wanting to go into the transfer portal, the second that the university puts you there, you are no longer guaranteed a scholarship. They could revoke at the your place. scholarship. They could revoke your scholarship for no so, re- for without cause. Basically. Without cause, they could take it away. So you could go on the transfer portal for a day and say, oh, "I made a mistake. Want to come back?" And they can say, "The university that you were at can say, oh, we're not giving you a scholarship. You got to walk on." Okay. So there's which is there's not, some liability which is not a problem for your high high end recruit right because like, they're not gonna if you're, they're not so, going to happen so so let's just go back a hundred years and I'm picking this guy because it's more my time frame so Ron Dane after his sophomore year mm-hmm. it's like you know what I'm getting exposure but oh boy mm-hmm. I could certainly get more Ron Dane could have done that right mm-hmm. and presumably and, and at a Clemson a or an Alabama yep. or whatever. And and really and not missed a year. And, so, so it's another round and, of recruiting for these and players. the yep. name, image, and likeness. Can you imagine a, a Ron Dane at one of those top ten schools? So so now doesn't like being the head coach at UCLA or USC or somewhere like that all of a sudden mean a lot more. I think because, it does. Absolutely. Oh, does. by the I think way, it's come been on over about. here because we've got. Eight million people in our metro area, and well, you can just, do a lot more name, image, and likeness than you just, can in. I, I did hear someone, I and mean, I've forgotten their name, a level-headed person that was talking about the the, the Los Angeles area schools. Mm-hmm. 
And it makes sense. As a point, so if in, yeah, if you play for Wake Forest, so I'm sorry, there's probably not a whole lot of well, name no. image like this stuff. And why wouldn't I go to, you know, Northwestern where you have Chicago? Yeah. And for whatever well, reason, you were under recruited or made a decision. Boy, I wanted to stay home. The school's 30 minutes from my home. But listen, <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a top 10. I'm a lottery pick in the NBA. I want to go. Yeah, that that's the reason Lincoln Riley had to have gone from Oklahoma mm. over to USC. USC, right? That is the only reason because nope. USC has been a middle of the road type of since program. Pete Carroll left. Yeah, yeah. So there, that is that has to be the only reason uh, Lincoln Riley has built his resume up to be this coach where uh, players want to play for him. Yep. So go over to USC where now also you can sell. Hey, players, you're going to make a lot of money with your aim, uh, right. name, image, and likeness over here in LA. And right. I think I think the strong will get stronger. It will. Absolutely. I mean, is that you know? Yeah. Well, the strong will get stronger, and uh, programs like. Jackson State University are going to hire the Deion Sanders as your coach to get those types board. of players, and it springboards it's them a springboard. in. Yep. The, yeah. uh, the transfers that they had, um, the uh, receiver was a top 15 wide receiver um, uh, recruit, and they had just prior to that um, a guy that was – Verbally committed to Florida State, he withdrew his commitment and went to Jackson State. Five-star, and he was the number two overall rated recruit in the 2022 class. Interesting. The number two overall. Not going to Alabama, not going to Georgia, not going to Florida State, not going to Texas, not going to going to Jackson State University. You, you know why I kind of I kind of like that. A little bit, and, and just from the from a player standpoint. So, say you're a freshman who had just gotten to Oklahoma, right? You're, you know, mm. I'm 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 third string quarterback, but I'm I'm in line my junior, maybe senior year. I'll I'll be the starter. Right. All of a sudden, Lincoln Riley just says, "Fuck you guys, I'm out," and you're stuck mm. there going, "Oh shit, <laughs> fuck." You know, well, so as now you can go to one of these smaller schools at Jackson State, right. see how the the lay of the land is going to play out, and go. Okay, they're peaking now. That's where I want to go, mm-hmm. and I can play on a big level. That's which is good for the players. I mean, they've been uh, not manipulated, but um, um, they've been used. They've been used. They've, they've been, been used they've for, been for used. a long time, and so it's. I think it's it a very small percentage of the sports world that looks at the free education as. Um, oh God! I mean that—that that, just a sickening thing. You're that, that, you're either in disingenuous or you don't understand it. Well, that, that was the argument of well, like not paying players. Well, you get a free education. No, like, okay, yeah, come okay, on. Okay, yeah, sure, right. No, that's a good topic. I yeah. I wish I knew a little bit more I, about it. I wish it, I did but, too. And I I brought it up just as a let's talk about it. And coach, thanks for that info. I I wasn't aware. Yeah, me neither. Um. So just my prediction, I bet you it won't affect Wisconsin a lot. Nope. <laughs> just because they run their system and that's yeah. how they do it, and you build it on offensive linemen, and is there a big transfer well, window? Any, yeah. You know, name, image, likeness for an offensive lineman? Yeah. It's not going to happen. Not, you know. It isn't. No. Um. All right, where are we at, guys? Justin, do you want to really quick talk about what we're doing next month? You know what we're doing next month? We're going to a soccer game. Yeah, we are. February second. Where? In open area, Minnesota. In an open air stadium in Minneapolis in February. We are going to Allianz Field to watch a World Cup qualifying soccer match between the men's national uh, soccer team and the Honduras team. 
for what would be if things all play out correctly a usa win and uh um clinch to the world cup in um kitter cutter 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 qatar i don't know i think it's cutter i think it's cutter too but yeah so we'll be there freezing our fucking ass february 2nd it's going to be cold Um, there was a, there was a process to get these tickets. You had to go into like a lottery lottery. and uh, I didn't think you were going to get them when I I first saw it come on. Like there's no way we're getting, I didn't think so either. And we got our third, uh, third requested section. So beautiful. Uh, we were, we got pretty lucky. I'm down with that. That'll be fun. The United fucking States national men's team. I, I hope that they need to win. Me too. Because I want to see like their best players. Me too. Like not that I'm going to recognize half their names or whatever. I'll know some of them, but Christian uh, Pulisic, 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 No, Christian Naga, Naga, not going to work here anymore. (laughs) Weston McKinney. Yeah, Weston McKinney. Um, um, As long as he doesn't do something stupid in the next month, he's an idiot. Um, yeah, so anyway, we're going to go to that. That's going to be a blast. I don't know how much alcohol I'm going to have to drink Probably in order to stay lot. warm. I There may or may not be the opportunity to drink alcohol on the way there. Ah, uh, yes, we can disguise that. We can do that. Well, not that we would ever break the law in any way. So. I'm saying there's an opportunity, not that we're going to No, there's it. an opportunity to do a lot of things. All right, let's go on to one of our signature hey, Travis. segments. Hey, Travis. Uh, coach. We're going to a soccer match in Minnesota in oh boy. February. No, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Let's do our statements never uttered, guys. Uh, Travis, this was, I think, was this ultimately your... It was my idea. Yeah, let's talk And you've this. got on the little itinerary two only. Well, fuck you. I've got three of them. <laughs> and I'm going to say all three of them. Good. Screw you I, guys. I'm going, going home. <laughs> knew that would happen, and I'm fine with that. That's great. So statements never uttered are statements that we feel that in the history of the human race, no <laughs> one's ever said before, unless, Justin, they have a gun to their head, they're forced to, they have the threat of death, or you must say this. Yep. It is the last resort of anything. Right. Um, Travis, do you want to be the hammer since you have three? Yeah, could I? Yeah, I'll... I'll start. I only have two. Justin, do you just have? I just have two. Okay. <laughs> These clones. <laughs> so here's my first one. Statement never uttered. That was very eloquent, Mr. Trump. <laughs> well, if you're going to go down that road. <laughs> All right. That was very eloquent, Mr. Biden. <laughs> All right. No, I've, I've, fair listen, game. I've we'll listened t- to you guys. Let him say it. All right. Justin. I know I make $1,500 a week from government handouts, but I think I really should contribute to society and get a job. <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. Any elderly person. Ooh. I don't think I'm able to safely drive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Gold. Very accurate. They just hang on forever, don't they? Oh, oh yeah. Boy. Yeah. You see them driving 35 miles an hour down Claremont. Yeah, blinker on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. In a huge car. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's a Cadillac. If it's not a Cadillac, it's a minivan. It's a Buick Roadmaster. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite. You can fit 13 You can almost see the tennis ball imprint car. on the windshield. 
Because they pan so fucking hard just before they go out the back of the garage. <sighs> All right. Here's, here's my next one. Statement never uttered. Hello. My name is Jose, and I'm an only child. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> oh, yeah, holy yeah. hell! <laughs> no, I mean, wow, I got whiplash. <laughs> that was good. Thank you. <laughs> so you know that that moment where you have a significant other and she's really excited about a new dress that she got, and uh, oh. she goes and puts it on and comes to the room and says, "Hey, how do I look in this?" Mm. Statement ever uttered. Uh, actually, you look like a fat, ugly cow. Please cover yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Please cover yourself. Oh, my God. All right. Travis, I think you got Justice uh, Soda My Ear. Can I please oh. look up your robe? Oh, <laughs> We were all offended about the eloquency of Trump. Wow. Oh. All right. You, you guys done? You got one more? I you played. Got one more. You said you had three. Yeah. I play darts better sober. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's legit. No, I just. Yeah, good. Well, that's our statements never uttered, and there went our sponsors. <laughs> Let's, uh, do you guys, why don't we take a little break, and then we'll do fill the list. Mm. Mm. Yes. All right, we'll be right back. All right, we're back, and Justin, explain it was, yourself. It was foaming when I opened it, and it was just a bad pour. Like, this you is not a beer into a glass. It was three-quarters foam, which is normally reserved for Travis. Travis, yeah. And Travis, you correctly pointed out that an IPA should have had a little bit of a, a head. The, not, not like that. No, because I've, I've got a good quarter of my beer left in my can, and that shouldn't happen. Oh, my it's God. It's like a guy that's completely given up. You're like, yeah, fuck it. Right. You know what? He's wearing pajama pants at, at Quick Trip right now. <laughs> I gotta tell you, there were. Wow. I won't tell you why. <laughs> I, I was there, too. Yeah, you are. Listen, I'm trying to tell a story. Phillips, Wisconsin. Oh, good. They have a dollar. Uh, take that back. Not Phillips, Ladysmith. Ladysmith has a dollar oh, general right on the 27. Of course they do. There were two separate women within 20 feet of each other who were not related, not friends, who had similar pattern pajama pants. And one, I think, was a stripper. And I wanted to ask her if she was a stripper, but I couldn't. And that's my story. It was it was a you had to be there moment. It's yeah, like God, no. I wish the guys were there to fucking see this because I'm like, look at this, and they're just these. No, I can picture it because I've been to Lady Smith and I know what that vibe is mm-hmm. is like. And a dollar. Well, you can get that Lady vibe Smith anywhere. Is, no, for but. sure, but it's Lady Smith. So yeah. yeah. All right. There we go. So we're gonna do some called fill in the list, and so I'm gonna give these guys a trivia question where How they much have time to. Do we get? I think, what do we say, 90 seconds or something uh, like that? We'll give, give Justin 120. He'll need that yeah. much. So I'm going to give them a bit of a trivia. They have to write it down, and while they do it, I'm going to go on a little bit of a Put rant. Put your phone down, by the way. I'm setting a timer. I can set my own timer. It's oh. my thing. That's what she said. 
No, I think, yeah. Okay. All right. So you guys know that playing catcher in Major League Baseball is one of the most physically demanding jobs that you you could have, especially in baseball. Most games played in baseball history. Most games played at catcher in MLB history. And you guys have, I'll give you about a minute and a half or so. So what I want to talk about really quick while these guys are writing this down is Antonio Brown. And Antonio Brown's issue when he flipped his gasket on the uh, on the sidelines of that, that game and took his pads off, took his shirt off, threw him in the stands, and then went out on the field to play while it was going on. Um, everyone knew that Antonio Brown was nuts, and I think most people thought that he was a complete jerk. For me personally and just the experiences that I have with mental illness, I'm really starting to, to cross a line with Antonio Brown to – I hate this man to get this dude some help like quickly. Now you can't like force a guy to get any help, but with what we know about concussions and CTE in the NFL and how you can't test them for it until they're dead, it just everything about that guy scares the living hell out of me. And I worry that he has something like that. And I think it's probably going to get worse. And it's a shame. So. As much as everyone wants, likes to make fun of Antonio Brown and is a laughing stock right now, it's just not a good situation. And the dude put his body in the line, and he's probably suffered for it physically. So that's my take on Antonio Brown. Easy punching bag, but there's more to it than there actually is. Justin, you want a second to write your number five? I see you're almost yeah. there. Let me let me let me add this about Antonio Brown. You yeah. you're really closely echoed my thoughts on him, and my my I have heard, and I don't know, and I wasn't privy to the Steelers two teams ago, but he wasn't always that way. Right. Um, you know, but Dennis Rodman for his first two years wasn't Dennis Rodman. Right. And he didn't have so I don't know, but I I I whatever maybe it's not CTE. The man mm-hmm. may have mental illness mental not related illness. to it, it, right. concussion, but there is no way on God's green earth that that he is not mentally ill. And right. yeah, is he just it, it as much as you want to say that crazy, you know? But you say it, it uh, crazy bastard, yeah. but. Yeah, there, yeah, there's something it's, there. It's scary. So, all right, do you guys want to uh, give you a shot at this? Travis, you want to start? Molina, Bench, Tony Pena, Yogi Berry, Gary Carter. You got Yogi Berra. You got two. Yeah, that's what I figured. You got Yvonne Rodriguez, Johnny Bench, Mike Piazza, Joe Maurer, and um, uh, Molina. You got two as well. Fuck off. Okay, what do we got? The number one player, Ivan Rodriguez. Yeah. That's the one I couldn't goddamn think of. Right? There's always one that's that so was the one that. Yeah. yeah. Number two, Carlton Fisk. Oh ah, shit. Yep. Number three, never would have guessed this, Bob Boone. Oh no, I never would have guessed. No. Four, Molina. Five, Gary Carter. Yeah. Jesus, really? Gary Carter. Yeah. Woohoo! Yes. <laughs> two. That, that was an afterthought. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Is smiling. You know, who number, you know who number six is? Who? I just noticed this. Former Brewer, Jason Kendall. That, that is sense. bizarre. Yeah. That makes sense. Like pi- Pirates, too, right? Yeah. And he's only Pirates, like, A's. Who? Kendall, Pirates. Pirates, Pirates A's, A's, Brewers. Brewers. He bounced around I think I think we like to go through the ones you, you feel bad about. I was I was thinking the Rodriguez one. It's like, how did I miss him? I just flat out couldn't come up with the name. Yes. But then the... Um, uh, Gary Carter kind of surprised me. Coach, good for you. you. Yeah, yeah. I Gary, 
I wouldn't have got. Oh, Gary Carter, I wouldn't have got. I don't think. No, it went. I'm surprised. Uh, so Molina, I should have had one. three. Is what I'm trying to say. I was picturing yeah. this Mariner catcher, and I'm like, God damn. Did you say Tony Pena? I did seventh. Yeah. Molina was the one that I was sitting there like staring at number five, and I couldn't think of his name. All I could think of was one nut wonder, fucking douchebag. <laughs> I can see his face. I can't remember his name, and that is obviously from the Great Dane, uh, Big Dog. IPA. But but it, it said it says what a little time and pressure does to you. Oh, it's time and pressure right. because if we would have been sitting here two minutes before and you talk about catchers. I would have rattled that name off all day long. Right. But you yeah. get it, well, and it's like... Ju- yeah. Travis, when you did it, the Brewer all-time home run leaders, yeah. Justin and I missed Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder. <laughs> we didn't the, get Prince the Fielder. One, the one guy I, that I... I, think, like, I think I would have missed him. Yeah. The, the yeah. guy that was the uh, biggest player in my uh, youth growing up, Prince Fielder was the guy that we all looked up to. We all kind of emulated. And uh, I don't know, I'm dating somebody who's kid is sort of named after him so i mean i totally missed that right oh yeah oh. right right so just the i gave you the one through five just for interesting no that, that, number, that, that's, number. A, that's a great yeah six through ten is jason kendall okay. tony okay. pina brad osmus manager then aj Przinski. oh that fuck. makes sense and then jim sumberg who was also yeah. a brewer am i right was he a wasn't was, jim wasn't sumberg he an a brewer angel Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. No, I, he also played I, I for the I bet he had some time. He yeah. played for the Brewers. Oh, no, yeah. no. Yep, yep. So, yeah. so that's a great question. Can I touch on this for a second? Something sure. at first, just a random thought. Yeah. Um, so I was reading an article about um, there was somebody that is getting hired in a position or a bench coach type of position, and it was a the they made a big deal in the headlines of see yeah that's what happened when I poured it in you well, like I didn't dump it into my glass no you dumped it on your fucking lap yeah you're right go ahead uh, they were making a big deal in the headlines about former Brewers closer becomes a bullpen coach and they were making a Jim he- Henderson yeah no 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 it was some like fucking name i'd never heard of and so i had to dig deep into this headline the guy had four appearances for the brewers they made this huge deal in the oh headlines like God. former brewer becomes oh, bull yeah. we <laughs> probably had four right. appearances in the four, majors four, combined like right. four appearances as a brewer yeah. and then that was it like oh this oh, is okay. this <laughs> i got right. clip baited was it huge. was it ricky vitalico because you know he was a brewer oh fuck <laughs> i i i literally read the name and i said who the fuck is that? And I kept reading. Oh, yeah, he made like four appearances as a oh, Brewers God. closer. Yeah. By the oh. way, pour some out for uh, Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Doug Remember Jones? Doug Jones? Passed yeah. away. Yeah. Did he really? Yes, he did. Yep. He couldn't have been terribly old. Yeah, it was a, no, I, he oh. wasn't. It was a little while ago, but yeah. Yeah, That's Doug Jones. Well, since our away. last podcast, which was a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so. Why don't we? Uh, what do you guys want to do? What do you want to do? Dumb athlete quote. Yeah, please. I'm really excited. I'm going to lead this with one. it. Yeah, do it. Um, this yeah. is where we we find a, a quote from an athlete that is just laughably dumb. I guess right. it didn't really need an explanation. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. This is a uh, Mike Greenwell used to play for the Red Sox. Yeah. I'm just a four wheel drive pickup kind of guy, and so is my wife. <laughs> Oh, God. Would Mrs. Greenwell Lump that in your Trump talk there. (laughs) 
Mrs. Greenwell Mrs. Was <laughs> just finishing sighting in her 308. Uh, Good for her. God yeah, bless her. I'm sure. What do we got? Dumb athlete quote. Yeah, Joe Theismann. Nobody in football should be called a genius. A genius is a guy like Norman Einstein. Oh yes. Yeah, that's a beaut. That's a beaut. Uh, For those that don't know, it's Herbie Einstein. (laughs) It's Dale Einstein. Dale Nelson. (laughs) Strength and conditioning. Strength and conditioning for Stuttgart. Yeah. Uh, Doug Jones, 64 years old. 64. Oh. Young. And I know you assholes. 64 seems like whatever, but when you're 53... Now I'm now I'm transitioning into one of the tips in their sixties. Whether they're sixty nine or sixty one, it's like yeah, it's you right understand? around the corner, it sir. It changes because <laughs> yeah. I remember in my twenties and thirties, eh, good full life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I ain't ready to go. Have you started putting money away for a casket? That. <laughs> People do that. I know they do. That's, that's why I asked. Well, I'll right. tell you, that's depressing <laughs> shit. You should do it, I guess. You should. All right. It's so not the casket that gets you, it's the service. That's why you should hit the VFW for 300 bucks a rental and oh, yeah. have, a, oh, have a celebration God, yeah. of life. Yeah. And, and don't think for one minute. Almost everybody there doesn't appreciate it as much as you do. Oh, yeah. Oh, for that's sure. the way to do I it. I swear sure. to God, I'm I'm putting this out there. If any either one of you two outlive me, um, okay, I want you to throw me in a like a canoe with a whole bunch of kindling, like a Viking funeral, like a Viking oh, funeral. Yeah. I just want you to launch me down the Chippewa River and and uh, shoot a uh, flaming arrow at me. But yeah. your kids just will burn. your kids will probably be old enough to have some say in it, though. In a way, that, I mean, no, I'll give a fuck. I'll put it in my will. Yeah, well, you, if you will. do, if you do that, we're yeah, okay. I'll put it in the will. Yeah, you have to do that. Uh, can I in, shoot the in, you you yes. got to clear some yeah. DNR protocols though. In the condition, what if you in the event the bottom is a biohazard? Right. Although uh, they'll have some. No, no, I'll, I'll you make you sure know there's going to yeah. be rules. Yeah. I'll make sure there's enough like kindling underneath me. So or you want to be in a canoe down the river, like uh, you know, in a wooden a basin. Wooden yeah, a wooden canoe. I want this with thing with what accelerants and so. Oh yeah, it's got to be hot. It's got to be hot. Yeah, it's got. And you have what like. Maybe it's the a, best archers, you know. Shooting. Do you want, no, 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 you want your bobbleheads in there? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, plastic. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Yep. Because they burn like purple. Yeah. I've heard a guy that burned plastic. Oh, okay. And I, there's a purple apparently. Well, if you douse them in gasoline, it'll be fine. Oh, all right. So yeah, oh, yeah it, in it's going to be in my will in the event that any of the three brews in crew is still alive when I die. I want a Viking funeral. Probably will be one of you yeah, guys to do. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely think so. All right. Oh, I got something to look forward to. Good, yeah. This is great. We're going to have to fight each other for the bowl because I want to shoot. I want to shoot the flaming arrow. I'll you both you. can. Oh, I'm, I'm going to be instant command. Can't. Can't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to be able. <laughs> yes. You know what? That would be perfect. All right. I'm going to. I'll do my arrogant athlete quote. And again, oh, yeah. like, like okay. I told you guys before, this is. It's not technically a quote, but I, but I stumbled upon it while I was searching dumb athlete tweets. Because you get some of your best oh hell yeah quotes on there. Oh, yeah. on the you, you guys can machine. now pretend that you don't know who Mia Khalifa is. Who is that? Who's that? Josh? Yeah, who, who is don't this? Know who this? Mia Khalifa is, is she the, that soccer player? No, she's actually an adult film actress. Oh, I think I was thinking of Mia Hamm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. She married. Um, she married uh, Red Sox Garcia Para. Mia Hamm did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Noma. 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 Uh, yeah, so Mia Khalifa has a Twitter, obviously, and 
apparently some actually have time to tweet. Yeah. Some of them like to slide into her DMs. <laughs> well, one athlete, none other than Chicago Cubs catcher Wilson Contreras, of course he tried did. to slide into Mia Khalifa's DMs. Mm. you got to be careful when you do this because a girl like that will screenshot those oh, God, and tweet yeah. them out herself. And what did he say? <sighs> okay, first off, he, <laughs> he tweets, I'm, I'm sure you get this a lot, but I'm a big fan of you. He follows this up by a bunch of emojis with kissy faces. Oh, and then yeah. she, she doesn't respond for like three hours. He follows up with, it would be great if you just say hi. Oh my she God. responds, actually says back to him, bye. Hi. Oh! Yes. Yep. Good for her. He follows up with, LOL, good morning. No oh. response. He follows up with, good afternoon. He follows up again with, me friend with a flame emoji. Oh, okay. Me friend. Me friend. M I. M I. Like a friend. I don't. I like don't know. A native. Oh, I guess. Oh. Espanol. Yeah. Yep. He then follows up again with, "I hope you're doing good." Smiley face. So this is one, two, three, four, five, oh, six, seven messages. So to did, her. is there like a time frame that? He started, if he's claimed he was drunk, it's not realistic because he, nope. he done a lot of it sober. No, he started off on, on August 4th. The um, I hope you're doing good was, well, it doesn't say, but the me friend was on August 14th, 10 days after oh, the initial did one. He, did, maybe he should have done the Tony La Russa. I was, uh, I was a really good baseball guy. I'm a Hall of Fame baseball, baseball person. A Hall of person, I'm sorry. Yeah, so, so Mia, Chicago Cub baseball like person. I said, screenshots these messages, messages Good tweets her. them herself, and says, quote, Cubbies, your man is wandering around left field. Can you come get him? At Cubs. <laughs> Walk off. Yes. Walk off. Yep. Oh, that is fantastic. Oh, that is so good. Wandering around left field. Yep. Can you come get him? Genius. Right. I'm wow. not an actress, is she? I'm not stop. You, you want to know? Mm, there is something. That's really good. So I was reading an article once, and uh, she was featured in this article. It was not um, an adult article. She is a um, very big proponent of military veterans, law enforcement, first responders. Really? She's she is, very savvy. She is very smart. She is. Oh, yeah. She may have done that sort of thing, but that probably got her rich. And, oh, yeah. And she's, yeah, she's very, I think she's, she's kind of famous for very, she, mm-hmm. like, did porn for, like, this very short time and then stopped. And mm-hmm. now she's a complete celebrity and mm-hmm. does things like this. Because <laughs> in, in 2022, you can be a uh, uh, a millionaire by Typing a couple of things on your cell phone and yeah. being a social media influencer. Yep. At the time, you that, ever see the Fire Festival documentary? I've heard about it. I've watched it, it twice just because I enjoyed seeing these pathetic people, sad and broke and depressed. They had oh, that was oh, that thing in F- the F Y R E Fire Festival. Yes. Yeah. And I you haven't saw seen it, all I of wanna... these millennials that wanted to influence each other. 
and they got ripped off, and I yep. just loved watching yeah. every bit of it. Mm-hmm. At the time that, that, that this, recommend it. At the time this tweet that she did was screenshotted, it got twelve, or I'm sorry, eleven thousand retweets and thirty thousand likes. That's just think awesome. of where that way. Yeah, I mean, we're talking That's about so it good. now, and our audience of three read, is probably going to triple. Read that, that again. Read that again, because it's so good. Cubbies, your man's wandering around left field. Can you come get him? At oh. Cubs. Just short <laughs> just, and sweet and to the point. Yep. Short Perfect. and sweet to, to play the left field card knowing that he's a catcher. You don't just, think he you don't think he took word. any clubhouse? Oh my oh, god. Yeah, I hope he it was did. wallpaper. And knowing that that Cubs clubhouse. Uh, any clubhouse. Any, any anybody yeah. in baseball, whether they're they're in college, minor leagues or whatever, wow. it's a different group of people. Yeah. They would just I mean the guys, you know. He's yeah. probably going to be able to play some kind of bullying card because you know they hit him hard. That's what she said. Holy cow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And, and couldn't have happened to a better guy. Oh, absolutely. Fuck That's you. beautiful. That yeah. might be the coolest thing I've ever yeah. heard. Yeah. Good. All right. How about well, good um, content? Yeah, thanks. Uh, why don't we go to an arrogant athlete quote? We'll follow up our dumb athlete quote with an arrogant athlete quote. This is the Zlatan Ibrahimovic arrogant You want me to go first quote. so we can end with you? Yeah, sure. I wow. I will I will start mine and mine comes from Ronaldo. Ah, Cristiano. Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. He uh, after a 2012 Euro qualifying match against Cyprus, Whoa. Uh, he Cyprus. was asked why the fans jeered him. He replied, "It's surely because I'm good looking, rich." <laughs> And a great footballer. God. They're jealous of me. I don't have any other explanation. <laughs> other God. than your sure douchebaggery and your elongated right. neck. Oh, yeah. so, so I'm going to read this uh, actual quote, and I'm going to give each of you a guess as to who made Ooh, this statement. Ooh, Good. Good. I, like this. I like this game. The day you take complete responsibility for yourself, the day you stop making any excuses, that's the day you start to the top. LeBron James. Coach? Tony Dungy. O.J. Simpson. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> of course it is. Oh, of course it is. God damn. Yeah, made that uh, statement. Oh, was there's no, no. Oh, O.J. Well. Well. Okay. Well, obviously. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Zlatan. Zlatan's quote. We mentioned last episode that he went to uh, MLS. He did. Yeah, he went from Man- Manchester United when he got injured. He went to LA Galaxy. He did. He described himself thusly oh, at boy. MLS. I am a Ferrari among Fiat's. Oh, yeah. That doesn't end. I mean, I could, could you guy. put together a top 100 Zlatan and still have a lot of ones that should be 101, 102 fighting for the... I mean, yeah. the guy seems like every time he talks, he he puts himself... Yeah. Right? During oh, yeah. the recording of this podcast, I may have purchased his autobiography <laughs> for $14.82. And see, that's the kind of behavior that I typically hate, but the guy is so... He's so over the top. He's, it's so, right. over, he's so over the top. I I I I enjoy it. It's I, like Borat. It, it, it is, and I'll yeah. and I'll come back to that on why he's actually likable when we get to our douche of the week. Okay, good. Okay. Be- mm-hmm. Yeah. 
By the way, he he had to uh, he backtracked that quote a little bit when because it made it sound like you know I don't think he backtracked anything ever. Well, when you know it makes it sound like his teammates are are Fiats. So uh. he said, well. When if you're playing with a Fiat with a Ferrari, you're also a Ferrari. Ah, uh, so, uh, that's disappointing, Zlatan. I gotta tell you, but it's the most backhanded. Like it's kind of the hub like, well, you're Taking playing it with back. Me. Don't take it back if you say it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, what do you guys want to do? Should we go right to the douche of the week? Since the kind of yeah, let's do it. All right. Oh fuck. I'll I'll start just because it it I I tease it a little bit. My douche of the week is Conor McGregor. Ooh. Um and. There's a lot of similarities, I guess, in the trash talk of Conor McGregor and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Because Conor McGregor's trash talk is great. It's hilarious. It's funny. It's it's the the guy does it better than anyone. Then you start looking at all his arrests and the fights that he gets into, and and all this kind of nonsense. And I get like MMA is like boxing, and you have to create that that show right. and whatnot, but. He hasn't slowed down with it, and I have no doubts that that's actually Conor McGregor. Is this asshole starting fights in clubs and throwing chairs into the sides of buses? Oh, that wasn't a good look either, yeah. Yeah, and when after he like broke his leg in that match, and he starts talking about how his opponent's like wife was in his DMs and and all this kind of nonsense, he. The, who, who's the, the the guy that beat him a couple of times? That's Habib. Habib. McGregor tweeted yeah. pictures of him and his kids and his wife and all this. And it's just like, no. at what point is this not a show anymore? And you're just actually an asshole. Right. So. And I don't know all of that. I've heard of a couple of things, but I'm I'm with you. And the one thing that sticks in my mind is a video of him launching chairs of that bus yeah. and breaking windows and stuff. And I right. know there's more. It, it, it's WWE stuff. And it's like, at yeah. some point, like, just go in the there, ring there, there's and a line. Someone. There's a line yeah, for there's everyone. A line. There's a little line for Mike Tyson when he was talking about eating people's kids. You right. Know? It's, it, like, it's just ridiculous. We're, we're, like, yeah. yeah. Justin, do you have a douche of the week? I kind of do. I don't... It's not super douchey, but it's kind of douchey. Okay. Uh, Brandon Staley. Head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. Ah, so I know where there, you're going to go with this. There was an opportunity. Yeah. So the Chargers the, 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 the played. tie game situation. Yeah, the Chargers yeah. and the Raiders yeah. uh, played in week 18. Oh, last, yeah, it was last Sunday. So it was uh, last week. Oh. There was an opportunity. So the way that the standings played out, the winner of that game was going to make the playoffs. The loser was out, and the Steelers would be in. Okay. In the very rare event that both the Chargers and the Raiders tied, Mm -hmm. both of them would make the playoffs and the Steelers would be out. So what obviously happens? They end in a tie and go to overtime. Okay. So they they play the, what is it, 10-minute overtime or 5-minute overtime or whatever the hell it is. It's 10 minutes or something. Um, And it goes back and forth, and the Raiders have the ball at about midfield, and there is about two-ish minutes left. And the Raiders have shown that they are running the ball. They're not mm-hmm. trying to score. They're showing like, hey, if you sort of play this run defense, mm. we're going to let the time run out. And we'll both of both us are going to make the playoffs. Okay. So what does Staley do as coach of the Chargers? On after or after a second down play, he calls a timeout at midfield, right. and it was like 
it ended up being third and like 17 or something. It was it was a long way. Ram, uh, the Raiders run the ball and gain a first down, eventually make enough uh, yardage to uh, kick a field goal and win the game, propelling the Raiders to the playoffs and sending the Chargers home. Jo- Jody Mack, a, a pretty good radio personality, believe it or not, like predicted a potential if it gets close like this collusion thing, I'm like, no, because you need everybody knew about it, and, and everybody knew that you if, talked if you about tie, it. Both are in, yeah, and, and it was Whoa. going around the sidelines. And Staley, who has a guess a reputation of being arrogant and sort of, right. I'm this, I'm the best coach that's going to be out here. That's right. I'm the next young uh, Sean McVay type of character. Really, look at me, look at me. That's I'm going right. to. So he's gonna. Their defense is gonna hold, and they're gonna march down the field and kick the field goal. And ha ha ha, Raiders, you're out. If he would have just played along with what was going on, he's it didn't. It didn't. Eighteen happen. years old. Yeah, he is like uh, maybe twenty two. Yeah. Okay. So young kid. Yeah. It. Uh, so post game, they talked to the Raiders coach, and I don't know who's the. Ra- I can't he's think of his name. He's the fill in yeah. yeah. after that whole. Kabakle, yeah. as as a certain Jason in our that we know would say, um, he uh, he essentially <laughs> says without actually saying it, yeah, we were just good to run the ball out until he called a timeout and then we said fuck it, we're gonna win the game. They missed something. They missed the playoffs because of that. So what? So was it Staley's? non-recognition of what they were doing no i or think was it, it just like no we're winning i think it was we're going to win at all costs even if we lose i i think he's just so arrogant he's so um i'm not going to push myself to a tie i need to win we need to go into the playoffs uh on a winning record type of thing wow that uh he's yeah. ultimately home right now yeah dan patrick did a really good and it was kind of that Oh boy, how do we even approach this? Because it's a when you talk about something like that, and it it wasn't like the the Raiders were at the five yard line with two minutes left. I know they were on their own fifty or like on their own side of the field, and clearly committed to a and tie. And it was like, clearly we will take this to a tie. They were running the ball. There was nothing about uh, their offense that right. screamed, "We're going to go march down the field to to win this game." Right. It was we're confident and just. We'll let this play out, and we'll both make the playoffs. Wow. What a and it was moron. Like a, it was like a 47-yard field goal, too, that he kicked to win the game. Yeah. That, that's Jesus. good. That's real good. That is really good. I, huh. I knew nothing about that. I paid so little attention. That is a douche move. Enjoy your home. Yeah, no kidding. Off-season starts early. Travis. Uh, low-hanging fruit, Urban Meyer. Oh, is this not his second appearance in the? This might be his third appearance. Well, when did I think I used it? Uh, Urban Meyer is actually, I think, in the Dave Bliss Douche Hall of Fame. No, 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 he's not. He's not because we talked about it and we said he's close, but we're not putting him in yet. Oh, so he's at like it it was after he. It was after he hired that that like strength and conditioning guy who from Iowa. Didn't we talk about him after he got grinded on by the uh, college? I don't know if we did or not. Well, whatever. He's been. We got to do him more often because I'm not. He's the he's the gift that keeps giving. All right, go ahead. It's like syphilis. (laughs) Just which he might have. He might. I doubt it. Yes. So Urban Meyer. I mean. 
Mm-hmm. I don't even need to go into details. No, you do, because there's a lot that's happened in the last month and a half with Urban Meyer that well, we uh, haven't I, I, I know. I know the, the, the kicking the kicker, Lambo. We, we not didn't discuss that. No, so we didn't discuss Let's that. definitely yeah. go into that. So and, uh, amongst other things with Urban Meyer, and I, I've got to assume that our listening audience has some background on Urban so we don't go back to square one, but Urban Meyer was found to not refer to his special teams players by name or even number. They were positions, long snapper, punter, holder. Wow. He came up and um, Lambo, Josh Lambo, I believe, was yep. his kicker. And he had had an injury on, I think it was his plant foot. And Urban Meyer, during a kick, came up and kicked him. And Josh Lambeau claims that he was the tough guy. I don't totally believe Josh Lambeau. But he claims that he looked at Urban Meyer and said, don't ever do that again. And Urban Meyer supposedly said, I'm the coach. I'll do whatever the hell I want to do. And then the next year, two days later, there at some kind of food line, and Urban came up and said something like, put a smile on your face, and Josh Lambeau supposedly says, I will when you stop kicking me. So that was, that was, that was, that was kind of that. But the whole Urban Meyer um, thing, and I mean, it is, it's pretty hard to upset everyone. Yeah. It's hard to right. upset everyone, and he successfully did it. And to go in as naive, is it arrogance or naivety, right? Because... Oh. You you own the state of Ohio, Urban. You own a big part of Florida when you were you you were with Florida. How couldn't you, how how tone deaf are you that you thought you could just stroll in with your credentials to everybody is a, a, a they're professionals. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Regardless of your programs, you were top tier programs, but now it's an entirely different animal. And you're dealing with grown men now. <laughs> and and and, and there, there's different things. People aren't fighting, knocking down the doors to play at Ohio State and Florida like you had. You didn't have the, 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 the run of everything. And, and, I mean, just a really, really, even by, it's, 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 I mean, you need to have an ego to be in this business, right? Mm-hmm. But he just, like, exceeded everything. I mean, he, he put everybody to shame. He, it, it's like how some people will yeah. you know, walk from college into the pros, right. and, like, they still have that ego, but they can temper it a little bit. It's almost like Urban Meyer said, I'm going to do what I did in college more so. Yeah. And it's going to be more successful. Mm-hmm. I have to double one, down on yeah, I, 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 rather I, than. And I'm not so play sure chess. the biggest, most troubling thing, at least I heard, is when he was in a coach's meeting and he asked them to basically go through their resume. And mm-hmm. he literally asked them, okay, yeah. what's your background and what have you won? Right. And the end of the story was no one did what Urban did. And nobody had done what Urban did. They yeah. were. You know they were linebackers coaches, special teams. You're the you're the you're 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 the secondary coach, and you had to basically you know yeah bow to Urban. And wouldn't you want to shoot back at him? What about your NFL resume, mm-hmm. Urban? Yeah. Like, this and, ain't the same world, and, man. And, and, and the thing of it is, is he came. He didn't have one minute. I don't think of coaching experience in the NFL. No. If he did, I've missed it. No. And he came in, and there had to have been people in that room that had a lot of years in the business. No. They're not well paid. They probably make three hundred grand, but Urban, they're, they're, you're on their turf now, right? And, and uh, it's a different world. To, like, regardless of what yeah. you think of the, the the person himself, but look at a guy like Pete Carroll, who built a massive program at USC, then he then walks into yeah. he transitioned because he knew 
that I ain't the big fish in the room anymore and I have to manage egos. Urban Meyer walks in and like, I am the ego and I'm the boss. Like, no, it's your job. But 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 let's take the grinding on the sweeter. She was grinding on him and he seemed to enjoy it. It isn't so much what he did with his time, but it's that he didn't fly back with his team. And he used the, hey, I'm staying with family. Well, if you are staying with family, Urban, you better be like, you better have Mm -hmm. pictures on Facebook with your grandkids on your knee. Because when you went out and did that, no. Very quickly, they recognized what it was, and that that may have been when he lost the team right there. Oh, for sure. It's like, sure. are you fucking kidding me? For We're sure. going to war for this guy? Yep. Yeah, or if he had been contrite and walked back to his team. But no, oh. apparently he just goes back and keeps being, I'm big man on campus. Yeah. It's like, no, you're in fucking Jacksonville. And, oh, by the way, you've got a person who could be a long-time Pro Bowl-type prodigy quarterback, right. and that first year is development time, and mm-hmm. he, they lost it. They lost that year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And, and Trevor, Tre- Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, with a great coach, they're not gonna, they're not gonna be more than five and twelve, probably. Oh, hell no. But you, right. you're looking for a right. build. You're looking for this kind of. No. Yeah. Can I make a motion if Urban Meyer is not part of the Dave Bliss Douche Hall of oh, Fame he, that he, he might be already, but he needs to be. Yeah. I don't think he is, and I second it. In uh, all in favor. Aye. Aye. Any God, I, think, I think he's. On, I think he's. I think he's on the short list of people who haven't committed a felony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's do a no shit and a no shit. Travis, explain, please. There's two ways you say no shit. One is the idiot person that just annoys the hell out of you and talks about, you know, <laughs> you're working hard or hardly working. Eh? No, 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 no shit. Or the it completely surprises you. It's a fact that, oh, no shit. Okay. So what do you want to start with? The, well, let's go with... Um, let's go with, uh, the truth that kind of grabs you. I can start. Uh, he's not ready, but I'm going to go anyway. Okay, Okay. go ahead. Go ahead. I'm ready. Okay. Um, Thomas Jefferson was 32 years old in 1776. Holy shit. What the hell have I done with my life? He was 32 when he was writing the Declaration of Independence? Amazing. Oh, I feel pathetic now. I know. What? Uh, 30? 32. One of the founding fathers. I had a couple kids. <laughs> 2000. I wiped my own ass. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. I was probably literally passed out of my basement, like puking my guts out. 30, 32. Yeah. Um, oh. So, you guys, Travis, there's a little bit of um, World War II history, and as if it couldn't get any any more interesting and, and fascinating, um, you've heard of the OSS? Uh, it was the the predecessor to the CIA. Or CIA. CIA. Yep, absolutely. And uh, right when they started, they hired some pretty colorful individuals. To include some Germans. True. Nazis. Yep. Um, there was a guy named Lavelle, and I'm sorry, I want to say it's name is Stanley Lavelle, and I'm, I don't quote me on that, um, but he was their head scientist. Uh, yeah, Stanley Lavelle. He had some wild ideas, um, but one of his best ones was a way to defeat Hitler was what he called the glandular approach. Ooh. He uh, builds upon some rather dubious Freudian theories, yeah. and he declared that Hitler straddled the male and female gender line. 
and therefore might be easily pushed from one sex to the other. Stanley. Yeah. So he isolated... Not afraid to throw it out no, there. No, no. Yes. He isolated several feminine hormones to inject into beets and carrots in Hitler's personal vegetable garden. He hoped that Hitler's... I'm not making this up. It's okay. from the Atlantic. Right. He hoped that, that Hitler's breast would swell, that his mustache would fall off, and his voice would rise to a humiliating soprano register. That's genius. The plan got far enough that they bribed one of Hitler's gardeners. Wow. To do this. It didn't work out. He later admitted, I can only assume the gardener took our money and threw the syringes and medications into the nearest Because it would have worked. It would have worked right. if, if the gardener didn't fuck it up. Right? So they went so far as to hand female hormones to Hitler's gardener and say, please inject these into his friggin' carrots. That's yeah, so much for Operation Valkyrie. It's, op- <laughs> it's Operation Vegetable. Two Vs. No, it, Absolutely. But, but, there's That's been fantastic. so much talk about Hitler, whether he had one ball, no balls. He was, you know, a virgin when he died. And yeah. Justin, Coach? you got to no know shit? I had to no know shit. What do you got? When you think of Saudi Arabia, what sort of wildlife do you think of? Vultures? Camels? The f- camels. Scorpions? The vast deserts of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Camels. Saudi Arabia imports camels from Australia. That is the biggest no shit ever. That's better than Hitler's boobs. Camels are a huge part of the Muslim diet. And due to a camel shortage, Saudi Arabia has looked to other places to get their meat. The remaining population of wild camels in the the world is in Australia. They they get their camel. If you would have asked me, is there camels in Australia? I would have said no. Do you, but now there's enough to export them to Saudi Arabia. You know that most of Australia is desert. Sure, it's the outback. Yeah, I didn't the, know that there was camels there. There are camels I thought it was there. All kangaroos. Yep, there are camels there. And because the Muslims of Saudi Arabia eat most of the camels, they have to import more from Saudi Arabia. Crikey. From Australia. Crikey! <laughs> Crikey! Right. Those are Australian They're camels. Right. Wow. So the other no shit is the no shit. So I saw it today. This was one example, but we've all seen it, right? The drinking fountains post-COVID that have like this yellow tape and duct tape preventing any whatever. You know, they've got the water shut off. That should probably be enough, but they've got basically this crime scene there. And then there's this, you know, uh, poster that says fountains closed or something like that. No shit. Yeah. We know we can't use the water. We know we can't use it because we couldn't get through the tape. Okay. See, there. Did you like shake up all of these cans? No, it's reckless. Reckless. Can I? I, I want to say something. Uh, I my daughter had her first uh, band concert uh, this week. Nice. What does she play? She plays the bassoon. Get out! Fucking coolest thing ever. She plays the bassoon. Good for her. Yeah, it's awesome. So, like. Oh, yeah. Like all of the minions and uh, lemmings of sixth grade band, there are um, uh, saxophones. Yeah. Hey, you, know what what the, you know what? The, I played the saxophone, too. Okay. So I, I like the saxophone. Sure. I have respect for the saxophone. This whole COVID thing, they had to put little, like, black 
coverings over the bell of the saxophone, the the, like, oh, the bottom part. The, the sound. Yeah. The sound, the... the sound comes out to pre- to prevent uh, spittle spittle from coming out. Anybody that's played the saxophone knows that the sound differences <laughs> and the note differences happen when you open valves within the saxophone so like when you i don't know want to play the a note your left index and your left middle fingers are down but all of your other fingers are up which is spraying and spewing covid out all of those open valves and the ultimate uh, amount of air that is coming out of the end is about (laughs) half of yeah. what is being spewed out all of the rest of the open holes of the instrument. Yeah. So I I watched that and I just I well, the trumpets didn't have anything. The saxophones were forced to have something. The trumpets didn't have anything, and they have oh. three valves, and they, they have like spit valves. They're they have spit, spit valves. valves. They literally between uh, pieces have to open up a valve. Blow so all of the spit can come out. No, no spit talk. Seriously, you know what it reminds me of? Remember golfing during COVID when you couldn't pull the pin? Yeah, but then you could walk into the bar. (laughs) You can walk into the bar and there's no issue. What are we doing here? You can't pull the pin, but you can go up to the cart girl and talk to her and get a beer. Yeah, yeah, but you can't pull the pin. They had they had uh, coolers full of water in the the places. Mm. You could go into the uh, fucking porta potty, but you can't pull the pin. Mm-hmm. Nonsense. Mm. So We're that's at. your no shit. I got to do my no shit. I've said it a million times. And I'll say it again, but it's when you say maybe, maybe not. No they shit. mean the same fucking thing. Yeah. No shit. Maybe not means maybe. No shit. Anyway, all right. Uh, my no shit. I thought that was your no shit. No, that was my no shit. Oh, no. Okay. No, you did the camel one. Where oh, did the, no, no, no. the band because thing come up? The, ca- the band thing came up with... What did what did you say about your... What was your no oh, shit? Whatever. I'm it only responsible matter. for my stuff. Uh, All right. right. Why don't uh, we... My no shit? Yeah. Uh, it helps if you bring your notes to a podcast. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah it does. All right. You guys want to do a Brucevus? Mm-hmm. Travis, can you explain the Brucevus? Brustavus is something that really upsets you in the world of sports. Okay. You have something that upsets you, Travis. I have a lot of things, but I've got to find... i ah. got a lot of problems with you, people, <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're going to hear about We're it. We're going to hear our grievances. Yes. Let's air them. Tennessee's bowl game. Mm-hmm. Do you remember basically the last play of the game no. where um, it was a goal line situation the runner's uh, forward progress was not stopped, but the official on the field did not blow his whistle early to stop their play, but ultimately came in and ruled it at like the half-yard line. So it was an automatic review from the booth. The booth clearly showed that progress wasn't stopped. They had the auto. The whistle was not blown. He crossed the goal line, and they, inexplicably they kept the call just Google, yeah. That's Ooh. my Bruce. It was it, the, 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 the Tennessee running back. You Human error in that case. Oh, by the way, if you saw the play, because he was laying on a player, it gave all the appearances to a reasonable person that he was on the ground. Mm-hmm. It was one of those, this is why we have review. Yep. And they looked at it for like five minutes, and it was the announcers, you know, the opposing coach had a look on his face because he'd seen it kind of the, oh, shit. 
and it was like the the call in the field stands and it was just it was just incredibly troubling. Now this is a bowl game between a you know a non top ten team and all yeah. that. I get that, but it raises the question: A, why is it there if you can't get it right? And B, this could have been a really really big game if this is a playoff game or a Big Ten championship or an SEC. It's like what what part of that? How did you get that wrong? Yeah. So what what, what what's crazy to me? Yeah. And we're all in favor of instant replay we think it oh, we, should I be do. used and i do but this it, was a game decider yeah and every every league that uses it has the same rules it's like it's to overturn obvious errors it was an obvious error obvious error okay and how many times do you see either it's an obvious error and they don't overturn it or too much it's it's like god you can't really tell it's ah maybe this way but they call this so, way on the field and yet they overturn yeah, it so, it's like so, what are they Honestly, God, if, if you have to look at it for that long, done. On the field, I can't tell. It's not. So let me change the Bruce DeVis to that call and so many like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just, it, it's maddening. Like, That's what drives people who are opponents of you, you, instant replay you, away from listen, it. Listen, you, you, you have criminal juries where you convict beyond a reasonable doubt. That doesn't mean no doubt. It's beyond a reasonable doubt. So let's not look at these and say, are you expecting something in real play with these incredible athletes that are at such a speed where really the human brain can't be expected to process that because of your angle and whatnot? You really do need to rely on stationary cameras that can be slowed down, that can be sped up. And it's like, are you really looking for 100% where, where your officials on the field can't get close to that because they're human? You have something that can get you much closer to 100%. This call was just mind-boggling yeah there was just you know and 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 again it it you know yeah i all right yeah it's frustrating can i make mine really short and sweet and you can go do your bruce devis okay i continue to i will continue to make this my bruce devis until uh my dying day the underthrown pass <laughs> that ends up in a pass interference because it's yep. bullshit yep. and it gets the quarterback out of tossing a stupid ass throw and, and, don't, and it's gonna continue and, 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 to be a pass interference and i fucking hate it yep and don't think the quarterbacks don't recognize they the tight coverage and don't think that that isn't practiced or at least talked it is about. it is the only oh, good fuck. throw that baker mayfield ever makes yeah I think Baker needs to be talked about in our next episode. Big I picture. I think Baker Mayfield Mayfield needs to be fucking brought all back and shot like old the other. Hmm. Oh, I don't like homicidal threat. All right, might be our first one. <laughs> might be. No, know. it's not. We did a homicidal threat on David against Gruber who? Before. Yeah. David Gruber. Yeah, David that's Gruber. Probably. Oh, that's uh, just a standing contract. <laughs> and this is completely. You can never change this, and there's no way to ever do it. And it just bothers me because I am now dealing with a back injury. Is going to a high school oh. gym and sitting on bleachers. Yes. No, no reason. Holy so, mother of God! So it's horrible. I sitting on wooden bleachers, and and I've been to Camp Randall. That's bleachers there. There is. I'm crippled after that. I'm gonna is, be. I'm. I was crippled last week after doing it, and I was healthy. I'm not healthy now. I'm gonna sit on it tomorrow. I'm gonna. You don't be, look. You don't look. You know what? Thank you. Um, I, I'll make a trip to my house at some point, and I'll get you something that maybe might help. Oh, the little bleacher seat thing. Yes. Yeah, so there is. I need you guys' help on this because that was brought up to me today. And there is. I. I have mm. one, and I will admit, very hesitantly. 
that uh, my ex-wife made a good suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a bleacher seat that um, uh, she had purchased. It was like a two for something. So I bought one of them. It sits on the bleacher. Your ass never touches the bleacher yep. because it sits above it. Yeah, it's a There's pad. a back. On the back, yep. There's a back thing. I know what you're talking about. It the problem was, is I only see people who are 70 years old or over, or overusing it's it. It's kind of like I'm, playing pickleball. You have to you have to be okay in your manhood to be able to see See, that's that. the thing. I'm not you guys know me. I'm not a prideful guy. I don't give a fuck about no, what people you definitely think. Don't, no. Yeah. You need to you need to sit on this trial. I just for a I night. just have a mental hurdle that I have to leap with those things and I just haven't gotten there so yet. So if it makes you feel any better, there are a good chunk of dance parents that are under the age of 50 that doesn't help because no because we sit in bleachers and yeah. we sit in in gymnasiums all across Watching the state kids, for hours <laughs> and hours and hours and I, i'll i'll go talk about the fucking thing that we watched out in madison where uh my daughter uh started the the dance competition started at 8 30 my daughter danced three times for a total of 10 or 11 minutes worth of dancing oh. And we didn't leave the arena till 5 p.m. Oh, God. So I was there from 8 to 5, and I saw 11 minutes of dance that I actually cared about. Oh, God. That's brutal. Yeah. So right. there there has to be some recourse for my yeah. I've got to uh, be able to back. suck it up and, and do it. I just haven't gotten there yet. So if, you, if you're willing, I will borrow you this bleacher seat. It's very masculine. It's black. I'll just get a badger one and it'll be fine. But I'm just I'm not there yet. I will be probably be there tomorrow at about three o'clock. But Josh, you you realize you're old. Yeah, you're I know. old. I know. Like you're you're old of like old old. I know. Thank you. Like this is mm-hmm. this is a thing that people are actually expecting you to bring these sort of things oh, in. God. Like a pad at least. As a matter of fact, if you pillow. don't, people are going to be like, what's he trying to prove? Right. Oh, no. No, you've reached that age where it's, if you don't bring it in, it's sort of weird. Damn it. All right. I guess I got to get one. Yeah. All right. Anti-Brucevus. Something that makes us I've feel really one. good about Urban sports. Urban Meyer's humiliated. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> yeah, he is. I didn't just come up with that. I'm like, I'm like okay, yeah. Urban Meyer. Yeah, yeah. Good work. I think I think, you know, in his world, what does it take to, to kind of go through the shell of what Urban is? Do you think he But really someone that so. well, I don't know. Someone oh I don't know. I think I Urban Meyer wa- I think he walks into his house going, they're all wrong. Could be. Probably. Probably. Maybe. I, I you know mm. but but Urban Meyer is still ultimately somewhat oh, by the way, he's fifty freaking seven. I would have put him in like sixty three, sixty four. He seemed like yeah. So you know. where where does he go next? Do you think he's going back oh, to college? Obviously, that's the talk, no, right? I don't that's think he does. Talk. I don't think he has a coaching job. Oh, he does. I see, com- see, I, I, I just I disagree vehemently. Yeah, me because, too. Me too. Because time heals Rick all Pacino wounds. Got hired by some college up in northern in yeah. upstate New York. He'll go time somewhere. heals all wounds. He is not. He is not going to get the kind of job initially that his ability would equate with. Right. And he's not, he will not take a coordinator job, nope. but he will, if he wants to, mm-hmm. there will be that opportunity. Would it be a Washington State or a SEC school? 
that you Mississippi it, State. Let, let, let's say right now that P.J. Fleck retired, the head coach of the Gophers. Gophers. That would be a good one. What, would they Get his name back in, in behave himself. Well, I don't know. See, mm. the Big Ten st- – I mean, I know he was Ohio State, but not, I don't think you would. I think oh. there would – in today's world right now, with that whole, what, the baggage that comes, there are programs because of the Board of Regents and those folks. From a football standpoint, money talks. And you bring yeah. Urban Meyer in your program, if it is a meddling, you know, I don't know. I don't think he can. What does his stock look like right now, though? That's right. In I college, know. though? In college, it's. Sky high. Because, because, but, but here's the thing. To, to, but but here's the thing. He didn't make it. Nobody wants season. to. Nobody wants to touch him. I don't think yeah. as a media analyst guy. I know he did game based. Oh yeah, I know he did gonna, that. Yeah, probably but, not but, that. But but in today's woke world, I don't think they want to touch him. Nope. So it is either coach or or go away completely. Do you know what I could see? It, it, it's a school that was that has been traditionally good. That's a little down on its luck. That, Auburn. But, Auburn, yes. But Arkansas, they got, they got good, so. te- like te- who does Texas have? I don't even how know. About, how about Texas a big East, How about a Big East school like North Carolina, or somebody to take on Clemson, North Carolina, right. Virginia, or, or NC State, yeah, or something like that, right. where it's like they're they're, they're competitive. Yep. they always have Whoa. been, but they never pretended to play with a big. Well, I'm telling Send you, them to I Kansas. Think- no, you're right. Uh, Kansas would be an example. Yeah. Although, watch Majiggy's there now. Missouri. I mean, no. Some, there yeah. are those schools that are going to. Right. They, they will line Because up all you would have to mind. show people is that you give him a rec- three recruiting classes, and all of a sudden we're in contention for. Yep. Yeah. He, he, right. will, he won't be out of a job for long. No. Lance Leopold is the current Kansas coach. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, who was I thinking of? Uh, were you thinking of Fatty McFatty? No, no, He's the bad. Ma- 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 Mike, uh, whatever. Kansas is Kansas Jayhawks. Lance Leopold. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm well, whatever. Okay, let's go, ahead. go to uh, that's what she said. Uh-huh. That's what she said. Are those phrases that we hear on a sports broadcast that make us want to jump out of our seat and say, "That's what she said." Thank you, Travis. You this got was one. a bowl game. I forgot what bowl game it was, but as okay. a running back, if you don't if you don't hit the hole hard, you're gonna regret it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm alone. Nobody cares. It said. was like one of the 80 bowl games. And it's like, yep. And no, the, the person didn't do it on purpose. And of course. Of course. Uh, also a football phrase, that tight end was wide open. Ooh. That's what she said. Yep. Boy, you've heard that. I'm, right. I'm making this a trifecta of football talk today. Oh, good. good. Anytime you see a gap like that, you have to take advantage of it. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Solid, buddy. Good work. Solid. <sighs> nice. All it's right. A gap. We're getting close to the yeah, end. We, we have to do a funny death That's story. She said. This is one of the one of our better segments. I think. Oh, I love it. Funny death story. Something that makes us just. Yeah. Well, it speaks for itself. Travis, what do you got? Pretty recent. 2018 from New Jersey. A Wanakwar. Don't ask me to spell it or pronounce it right, for that right. matter. Anyway, a little city, New Jersey. <laughs> this fellow died in a vehicle uh, fire after he drove around a barricade, coned, and onto live power wires on Franklin Lakes. Oh, no. A good son, Anthony G., was en route to his father's house to shovel the driveway. Okay. After the second nor'easter storm in a week, 
Hundreds of thousands were left without power. Hmm. Utility crews worked overtime to deal with down trees and electric lines. Traffic snarls and frustrated motors were everywhere. Anthony did not, did not want to lose time in a detour. According to police, our winner simply navigated around bright orange traffic cones, warning motors of a hazardous down wire on Route 208. Whoops. Responding to calls, they found a vehicle fully engulfed in flames. A live power line was sputtering in the roadway near the vehicle. The fire totally gutted the car, and the drivers pronounced it at the scene. This is kind of rare for Darwin Awards. They had a photo of the vehicle, gutted out vehicle. Really? Don't have it handy, but it's worth checking out. You ready for this? Yeah. Ironically, this Darwin Award winner was employed as a New York City electrician. (laughs) <laughs> and there's your cherry right on oh yeah can I, I i so this is not similar but sort of similar it's okay. uh childhood trauma of mine mm-hmm. uh so uh i grew up in oshkosh and they had a very rag newspaper of the oshkosh northwestern probably a top five terrible newspaper in the state nowhere near ours <laughs> uh it it battles it battles it's bad it's not it. it's not as bad but it's Doubt it's it. it's close okay so uh back when i was in middle school there was a uh crash on highway 41 which is now interstate 41 which resulted in one car burning hmm. like on fire like bad so the northwestern on the front page of the paper oh. Oh. uh took a picture of the car that like the charred remains of the car they didn't notice was the body was still within the vehicle oh. and you could see the head hanging <gasps> out the window no. so on the front page of the paper they had a charred head hanging out the driver's oh, side my Jesus. god christ so you're would it be possible to come up with that it, Have your dad get it or something. I'll, that, I'll see if I can figure it please out. Please find that, what, like the 80s or 90s? or. Well, it would have been in the 90s, yeah. Oh, Jesus. It's got to be there somewhere. They they retracted it as quickly as they could. Oh, they did some God. sort of apologies, but there's still a dead guy's yeah, head hanging out the window. Whoops, sorry, guys. Is that your Viagra? Maybe. Yeah, I dig the Viagra now. Yeah, yeah. It'd be embarrassing if it was. <laughs> You want me to go now? Sure. What are we doing? Uh, funny death story. Oh, yeah. I got a good one. Well, we're waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> I did that intentional. Um, Dr. Hitoshi Nikado. I like it already. From uh, Houston, Texas. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was a resident. There is a, uh, a manner of a sudden fatality that all of us, there is a certain fear for all of us, I think, in Hot this situation. No, very much like a regular occurrence for us. Uh, his passing occurred within an elevator. So, oh, okay, yep. The incident itself is really hard to imagine. This is coming from Snopes. Because they did a, is this, did this really happen? And they confirmed it. I read a whole bunch of articles, but this was the the best, like, written one. Okay. Uh, The accident itself is hard to imagine. The ill-fated physician was trapped between the doors of a cable-propelled elevator and was then decapitated as the carriage ascended. According to the Harris County Medical Examiner's Office... 
Nicodol uh, died from multiple blunt force injuries to the head and body. His corpse was retrieved from the bottom retrieved. of the L. Oh, hold on, it gets better. It was retrieved from the bottom of the elevator shaft along with two pagers, a cell phone, and an electronic <laughs> organizer. Police believe <laughs> belonged to him. What did police? he need? The upper, yeah. the upper portion of his head, which was severed oh. just above the lower jaw, was found in the car of the elevator. Right. His, oh. his colleague, physician's assistant Karen Stineau, uh, who was in the car at the time, witnessed the entire oh, thing. No. She told police the elevator had been out of service for a few days prior to the tragedy, but at the time of the accident, the out-of-service sign had been removed. She had rung the elevator with the intent of going to the sixth floor and had already stepped onto it and pushed the button for her floor when Nicodoa uh, tried to get into the car yep. as the door was closing. We, we've we all like seen that. Like, you jump in, you yeah. whatever. As soon as she saw he was trapped by the doors, she tried to hit the emergency stop button, but was unable to do so before the rising elevator had partially decapitated Dr. Nicola. Oh, God. The elevator continued upwards, finally stopping between the fourth and fifth floors. Uh, Steno was trapped in the car along with Nicola's uh, cranial remains until she, <laughs> until she was rescued by firefighters. Yeah, so you know this is all like, uh, oh man, this is terrible. Until they did the autopsy. Hold on, the doctor who had his head severed had a BAC of 0.1. <laughs> so he was gassed. Pretty. Okay. Yes! All right. He was okay, cast right. as a resident right. assistant and then got his head okay. chopped off by the All right. Less tragic. Less tragic oh, now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you. All right. Uh, good. All right. Well, let me do mine quick. Um, let me take you back to 2019 in Turkey. A uh, gentleman by the name of Zafar Kuzu. Mm-hmm, he was uh-huh. sentenced to community service, that poor fella, for <laughs> the crime of wounding... <laughs> <laughs> Can't make it up. Wounded. He wounded someone. Okay. He did not want to do that community service. He thought that he the, the best way out of that would be to be in the hospital. Okay. So he proceeded to strap two pillows to his back. Hmm. He then handed his friend a shotgun. Oh, no. The friend shot him in the back with the shotgun, thinking that the pillows would stop the buckshot. It no. did not. No. Are you kidding no, me? That no, that work that way. No, I'm not making it up. God. He died as a result of the gunshot wounds to avoid his community service. Mm. Pillows. So, they probably, <laughs> he was fitting. thinking it's going to slow him down enough. Yep. I might get a couple embedded or yep. and that, just enough to hurt me. I don't want to yep. do that. Nope. Genius. Yeah. That is good stuff. All right, I'd love to good. say that nobody in America is that dumb, but there'd probably be no, like a thousand that would do it. We just heard we about just the drunk doctor. Yeah, he was drunk yeah. Yeah. No, did uh, we talk about the guy that was like hanging on a, a balcony? Hey, look at me do this, and then he died. Yeah, Travis, I yeah, think, had yeah, that. Yeah, you had one of those of beauty, yeah. yeah. All right, let's do a Gruber. Justin, please explain what a Gruber is. David Gruber. Yeah. He is... Uh, unfortunately, a part of all of our lives, if we watch Brewers, he's if we watch Bucks, he's no, not he's going not. away. 
He is the main sponsor. We lost um, Captain Kirk. Yeah, Hoopie and Abraham. Yeah, Hoopie and Abraham. William uh, William Shatner's commercials. To now David Gruber. He is a, quote, narrow-assed little uh, douche canoe. And all of his uh, all of his commercials uh, end with or are a part of that. It's one call. That's all. Yeah. And some of them recently have become different languages. Saying yeah. one call. That's right, all. Right. Which is extra annoying. But so what would this be? Uh, the the Gruberism is the thing that. Uh, is a uh, uh, things we would rather endure, things we would rather go through, uh, things that we would rather experience ourselves than have to listen to that narrow ass little nerd yep. say one call. That's all again. Good. Yep. I can I can start it if you want. Mm-hmm. I would rather serve on both the Derek Chauvin and Kyle Rittenhouse juries. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then listen to David Gruber. Wow. <laughs> I would too. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Well done. Thank Coach? You. I would rather be decapitated by an elevator. You know, I like to I think play. You, just made it up, yeah, you know what, though? I like. If you listen to our episodes, I like to play my material into my group. Oh, you segue. No, that's great. <laughs> I do. Travis. Back. <laughs> I didn't. I had one planned. It was on my laptop. It's not on my phone. I would rather be stranded on Upper Twin Lake in Chippewa County on Sunday, January 8th, and 8 below wind chill, or 8 below weather before wind chill with a dead UTV battery and 8 tenth of a mile to walk to a boat landing. Wait, did this happen? Oh, God. Tell the story. There's a story behind this, and we need to hear it. I'm not a big ice fisherman, and um, I went out with a friend, and it was exceptionally cold on Sunday. I think it was slightly better than like two days before, where it was just like, you know, you walk outside, you're dead kind of thing. And I've got a UTV. I've got a Can-Am Commander. It's a nice UTV. I, I bought it used, but really good shape. Is it from China? Didn't you buy? Uh... He did buy a UTV from China. No, I that bought, one I bought an ATV now. from China <laughs> yeah. in about 2009 or 10. Yeah. No, this was, it's a Can-Am Commander. It's the real deal. It's 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 a very good machine. It's a, it's a UTV. But they only operate January, with good right? batteries. Yeah. And because it was so cold, we yeah. get we get our little ice shack shack up the Eskimo deal, and we've got a three banger heater going. It's so damn warm that you're starting to sweat in there. No fish, by the way. And I'm like, to the person that we're with, I said, let me go start that thing because the wind, you know, I just want to, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. We go out there. I mean, dead, 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 dead. Son of a bitch. Now, all of a sudden, you know, I want to, I think I'm going to like heat it up a little bit because the ignition push button, I thought that might have been the problem. And then when you get out in the wind, oh, by the way, those those heaters, yeah, they we, go out. So now my hands are starting to get cold. And I know we had one hell of a drive. I would have picked it at a mile and a half, but it was 0.8, right? So we go there, and the person I was with says, I got an idea. Why don't we, why don't we put the ice shack over the UTV, warm it up with the heater for a while, oh boy. and then give it a try? And we did yeah. that. 
reasonable. And then all of a sudden, oh, I'm like, oh, 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 oh. That's not me. That's the other person. There's a hole that has now been burnt through on his previous brand new ice shack. Yeah. Eskimo thing. God damn it. So we throw that off. So now we're really dead. And I mean, now here's kind of a key point to the whole story. And that is that to access Upper Twin Lake, you have to walk to... Uh, it's less than two-tenths of a mile, 0.15 miles of kind of a land portage. This mm-hmm. lake is not accessible in the summer. It's only accessible in the winter because you really can't cross it. There's no boat landings. So it's not just you pull it, you know, you pull the thing out. So on Tuesday of this week, I successfully, after about an hour and a half and almost numb hands, swapped out a battery. It started right away. Oh. And this is the part where I'm glad my wife doesn't listen to the podcast or know anybody that does listen to it because I get the UTV started. I went out there with an ATV. So I got an ATV and a UTV. And I'm doing this all by myself because, goddamn, I don't need any help, right? So I got a new battery in it. I'm proud as shit. And then I'm like, well, fuck, I got a 1,000cc motor in my Can-Am Commander. I'm going to tow my ATV out or I'm going to oh, tow it no. I'm gonna tow it to the where I have to walk. So I tow it there. I drive one machine over, hustling back, you know, because I got to get to work. I then bring the other machine over. I hook up a chain, and at about the two tenths of a mile mark, it starts smoking bad, and something is burning. So I'm throwing snow on it. And I'm like, son of a bitch. It's maybe or maybe not leaking a little bit of fluid onto the ice, which could be a potential issue. So I'm like, oh shit. And it's it, it's nowhere near as cold as it was Sunday. So then I'm like, okay. Okay, so I burnt up the UTV. You know what? I bet the ATV can pull out the UTV now. Oh, no. So now I swap them, and sure uh, enough, it pulled it really smoothly. I'm, I'm not an idiot. I pulled it from behind so, like, the wheels straighten out and stuff. So I get it. So I, I, I get it on the trailer, and it's now under evaluation. <laughs> wow. It's yeah. like Cosmo Kramer. Like when it really is. It yeah. really is. Like all I can see is him. Uh, what's the the thing that gets pulled by the horse? Oh, uh, the uh, oh fuck! What's the name of it? There was a whole episode. Oh oh uh, oh! Where's uh, the, girlfriend's parents? The handsome cab. No 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 no! But he um, shit! It's, I'm gonna I'll remember it. Later, is this where uh, the? Or, no, it doesn't matter. Okay. All right. Good good. All right, we gotta yeah. rate the beer, guys. And then yeah, we're we didn't done do here. an anti Bruce to this. Yeah, we did. Did yeah, we? we did. Urban Meyer. Anti Brewstivist. Anti, you're absolutely right. Sorry, Justin. Thank we you. We didn't do an anti Brewstivist. I said Urban Meyer humiliated. That yeah, was mine. I, I yeah, but then we passed okay, what were yeah. the two of us. Real quick, a perfectly ex- executed called strike three. Hmm, when a like pitcher that. throws a yeah. fastball right on the outside corner or just hooks a curveball and it drops right I in. know exactly and, where we're going. And when there's no argument from the hitter, yep. they just put their bat on their Ooh, shoulder and walk me. away. Walk it is like Rembrandt just. Yes. It's beautiful. Beautiful. No, I'm with you. Yep. Mine is uh, uh, professional athletes that recognize their fortune. Even though they worked hard Mm -hmm. to get where they're at, they recognize that there has to be a little bit of luck to get the genetics where they're at. And they do whatever they can to um, make the experience of a ball game, of a football game, of whatever, um, awesome for kids. So you, yeah. you see Giannis yeah. doing the, the jersey and the shoe thing. Um, I saw a recent one with, uh, and I thought it was the Cardinals, 
Um, they had a couple of like VIPs coming out on the field, and yep. a couple of kids were crying because only one kid got a game ball and the other one didn't. So he hustled over and and found a, a, a equipment guy to get a game ball over to yep. this other kid. Right. Like the people that take the time to recognize that um, they're in a very unique and blessed position, mm-hmm. and they make the experience better for the kids because that's that's really what's important. Nobody yeah. gives a shit about the adults, and 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 uh, it shouldn't be about the adults because we all understand that this is a sport and this is entertainment. Right. But the kids look up to this as you know idols and and role models. However misguided that might be, yeah. but well, um, yeah, when when professional athletes make it about the kids, they do what they can mean, to make the ton. experience. It really yeah, does. I'll, I'll do that one better just real quick so I, I don't want to go too long on this, but that sort of effect that, a, that an athlete can have on a kid is not just at the pro level. You can walk right. all the way down literally to the high school level yep. where if there's a high school kid who's really good and can walk over and, and talk mm-hmm. to kids, it, it, it makes no difference to that kid because to that kid, yep. like pros, college, whatever, if, if you're at, in college at Montana State and you take the time to walk over and, and talk to kids, it yep. has no difference than, than Patrick Mahomes coming over well, and, and you saying see it, to kids. You see, and we're fortunate enough to have um, you know, Northwoods League team in the summer and baseball yep. oh, to yeah. be here. Yeah. And you see those guys uh, doing great things with the kids in our mm-hmm. community and, and and being available for the kids. Yep. And, and you know, the ki- they don't know the difference. They don't know the they, difference. They, this, this, kid, this guy could never play in the major leagues again. They could be done with baseball after college. Yep. Or they could be Cole Calhoun and oh, yeah. to be, uh, be a Matt major league star. It could be Matt, Matt Scherzer, Scherzer who played in lacrosse. And could you, be, you know uh, that he gave a ball to a kid in lacrosse someday. And now they're saying, look, there's... I got a ball but it from doesn't that guy. matter because no they doubt. look up to yeah. this kid, and they're these players are playing on the field, and it's it's just that's uh, the part of the game that you know I I I never want to be like uh, like the guy that says you pro athletes need to be your role model because pro athletes aren't role models they're no. they're professionals they're very good at what they do, yeah. but the ones that step away and make themselves role models the ones that do the things the right way yeah. the ones yeah. that recognize their fortune the the recognize their good luck recognize that their hard work got them somewhere and make a positive out of it that's that's yeah everything. Couldn't, yep. couldn't agree more absolutely all right the beer rate this beer so it's a it's a B plus. It's really good. It's uh, that's not how we rate our beer. I I was we gonna get to it. I should have. Oh. I'm sorry. B plus. What the fuck is that? I thought we kind of mixed in gradings too. No, well, oh, let me didn't. tell you. No, it's a two run double. Duh. Oh, hmm. That would be a B plus on another scale. Okay. It's mm. good. It's good stuff. It's good. It's not a home run for me. What it is to me, it's mm. a Jonathan Lucroy double in the third inning. Uh-huh. It's Jonathan Lucroy. Holy yeah. shit. Be- because, because you, he you sort of expect. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yes, that's exactly right. You expect it. Like that's a- Yep, that's what Lucroy right. does. Yeah, that's yeah, what an IPA yeah. does is what it, this should do. No, I, I love that. I should not have thrown out a grade i'm sorry <laughs> a b plus i guess i i, I thought we, we had kind of i know we no graded. we didn't no no <laughs> must be with my other podcast guys are cooler it's your oh. twins podcast 
Before we go ahead, right. then I have uh, I have an important uh, side project news. Okay, so I am going to rate this uh, strong double that uh, the outfielder played a really good defense and held it to a double oh. and not a triple. Okay. And there may or may not have been a runner on base. I don't really know, but it, it's a good it's a good IPA. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's a very drinkable IPA. Mm-hmm. It's not extra strong. It's not like weak as a lager, but it's yeah, good. It's good. good. Perfect. Uh, so real quick. Side project. Side project. Uh, me and Jake, my oldest son, yes. are going to start our own uh, podcast about Star Wars. Ooh. And it means nothing to you guys at all, but I brought it up the other day. because really Jake, cool. Jake like is Star a Wars. massive Star Wars fan. Like He legit listens to Star Wars podcasts and YouTube's like Good for him. all the time. So I said, hey, Jake, why don't you and I like Star Wars? We won't ever publish it or anything, but... We're just gonna do one because I want him to like learn that. learn how to start it That's and, really and all cool. that. I love that. So, yeah, we're gonna do. When are you doing? I don't know. I, That's awesome. super in cool. the next month or so. So That's great. Super excited. If you so. want me to run the board while you two just worry about content, I'm all game. That's for cool. That. I want him to run the board. Oh, good because I want him yeah. to like. Yeah, that's true. You want him to do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, all right, you guys have anything hey, else? Nice to be back. We'll see you soon. Uh, Sooner, so, right? Sooner. So it's it's we'll January. No lockout. Talk. It's January right now. So like March, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about whenever this fucking lockout ends? We'll uh, no. Yeah, we're not. No, I refuse to do that. <laughs> In one week, we'll be back. Sounds uh, good. Okay, maybe a week and a half. All right, sounds good. All right, take care, everyone.